This is really the fighter and the kid. Come on, baby. Big J's already got us laughing so hard with two sto two stories we can't really repeat. <laughs> Pete, although there is a special on YouTube where there's an audible fart. Ten forty at minute ten forty. An audible fart on this poor woman's special. <laughs> no, it took a pass. Ah. That was a okay, let's edit that. Ah, it's so good. She didn't hear it, so God bless her. Um, and then, uh, oh, and then, yeah, and then, uh, but tell the story about what you were about to tell because it's just too. Funny. Oh, about uh, about one up liars. Yeah, one up in your liars. life, people who, uh, whatever you tell, you know. Wow, man, I just had my first threesome. That's cool. Goes. I actually hooked up with four chicks once. Same <laughs> yeah. time, like that guy. My favorite yeah. guy. Yeah, and. Uh, and we found this out about a guy who worked for Lewis on his, uh, Lewis J. Gomez on a street team when he was selling tickets and doing shows. And one night we decided, we were, it was me, it was Nate Bargatze was there, a couple of other Lewis's guys, Dave Smith and me, and we went, we went to a bar after their show and we're like, let's all just tell crazy stories. Like outlandish. They're, 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 all, they're outlandish for us already. Yeah. And let's see if he goes up there. I don't remember everyone's except the few where uh, I told that I, I mean, I even made it so like cartoonish. I'm like, yeah, I was down at the docks one day and uh, <laughs> 25 guys tried to fight me. He goes, and I was like, I didn't like win, but I was able to like get out. Like I was able to fight my way through. He goes, dude, he goes, I had a fight. He goes, the South Street Seaboard docks? Cause I had a fight down there. It was like 30 guys or something. It was something nuts. He's like, same thing though. He's like, I didn't like kick ass, but like I did get away. <laughs> Always <laughs> some asshole. And then it was like, you know, someone fucking so many girls. He fucked a few more. God. You know, he had like a seven sum for someone else's five sum and whatever. And Nate Bargatze just goes, uh, I'm just so, he was quiet almost the whole time. Almost like a, like a mystery guy in the shadows. He goes, I killed a guy once. <laughs> and this guy goes with his drink. He goes, dude, he goes, I got to take a piss. He goes, don't tell a story. He goes, he goes, I killed a guy too. <laughs> goes, don't tell a story yet. I'm going to take, right take a piss, but I, I killed a guy too. <laughs> Hold that thought. <laughs> yeah. I'm also responsible for murder. Nick Swarson would do that shit. Nick Swarson would always do that. Like, my dad was a fighter pilot. And he's like, my dad was an astronaut. Said, Great. Oh, man. I love that shit. People like that are. I assume that guy's no longer on the team. No. No. And the, uh, I think he's a family now. But it's uh, <laughs> well, so long ago at this point. But it's. Uh, I have two By the way, his, his, his uh, murder story. Nate's was great because <laughs> Nate had to conjure one up when he said yeah. that. And he said he was. Uh, shooting uh, bow and arrows in the woods and it accidentally hit a guy. He goes, and I just left. He's like, so I just think I just left him there to die. Or so I think he even said it was in his leg. Like none yeah. of it made sense. Yeah. And this guy came back and said he got into a bar fight outside with a guy in the fight. I think they say the guy took his shirt off and he was covered in like Yakuza tattoos <laughs> and he beat him up till he was unconscious and then he left and he goes, and the next, this is my favorite part of it because he goes, uh, he goes, the next day in the uh, Village Voice, they said a uh, Yakuza member found dead in the thing. I'm like, the bi-weekly arts newspaper? The Village Voice. He said, the Village Voice. I go, that's you, what that yeah, you can get trans the hookers Yakuza. in the back. Yeah. And you could uh, see what's going on at local comedy clubs and maybe an off-Broadway show. Japanese underground. <laughs> or, or also reports on murders in the Japanese underground. <laughs> Uh, my, this we, guy's we had, awesome. With friend, Kyle. Our friend, you know, <laughs> Kyle. Our friend Mitch went to his high school reunion. It was after like, you know, 10-year reunion. Mitch, the director? Yeah. yeah. And and he goes, and he's like, uh, where's where's uh, Fitzy? Because Fitzy was always crazy. Fitzy was the guy who would get on the hood of your car at 60 miles an hour. Right. Like, ah! And everybody's like, ah. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean, ah? Uh, where, where is he? He goes, 
he's in jail, man. <laughs> I was like, what do he do? Selling drugs? Or? And he goes, no, man. And I was like, you tell him. Now you tell him. It's like, what well, the fucking tell me? And he goes, well, he would go to Applebee's, and then the manager was this guy, he was a nice guy, and he lured the manager after getting to know him out to a cornfield, raped him, and then tried to kill him, but the manager got away. Classic so Fitzy. So he's in jail for rape and attempted Classic murder. Fitzy. Classic Fitzy. Classic Fitzy. You were the brass. Ah, Fitzy. Fitzy. Fucking Fitzy. <laughs> Fucking a guy in a cornfield. Yeah, and he had to try this to guy will rape a dude in a cornfield nuts, <laughs> yeah. I mean. I mean, have him over. Just know what you're inviting over. There's, there's crazy, and then there's fucking guy. They rape a guy in a cornfield. Crazy. And then try to kill him. And then botch that. Yeah. And so. didn't get to kill him, so he got caught. Yeah, yeah so he's still in jail. So Fitzy's probably not, not a good guy to mix in with society, because that gets, that's what we Wait, that was a real story. It's a real story. That's Jesus wild. Jesus Christ, man. We yeah. just won up Big J. I just won up Big J. Yeah, he's, that was much more violent. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any man-on-man man woods rapists. killing of a Yakuza guy is pretty... Uh, <laughs> the killing, yeah. That's true. We did lose a Yakuza member in my story. <laughs> yeah. well, well, Sammy the Bull Gravano tells that story about how his, when he was working with Paul Castellano, Paul Castellano, bring up Paul Castellano and the guy from Purdue, the chicken Purdue guy. And his, and Castellano's daughter had a boyfriend. And I guess the boyfriend was kind of associated. He was trying to be a tough guy. He'd be real badass to date. Yeah. Paul yeah. Sr.'s daughter. Paul, yeah. So, uh, just chicken king says he dealt with my I, yeah, yeah. I so dealt with him. Check out the chicken king. And then look at <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking call him. Yeah, just hey, let me see some pictures. Can I get some peepers on his daughter though? Yeah, yeah. we will in a second. His How gone is the mafia? Okay, so there's oh, now look, Sammy look. the Bull Gravano so, just does a podcast so wait, now. So wait, there's, there's Purdue. That's uh, Purdue. We're a good looking guy, right? And then there's Castellano. <laughs> Frank Purdue that's looks Perdue like he's right Freddy Krueger makeup. Yeah, see? And now that's Castellano up there. You see that? That's Castellano. So his boyfriend. I mean, her boyfriend goes, you look like Purdue. So per Castellano goes to Sammy. He goes, uh, hey, uh, kill that. Kill, kill my, kill him. I want him dead. Because he looks similar. Because he, Cause he, looks he like felt it. insulted yeah. by that comparison. He goes, kill, her. kill him. So uh, her <laughs> so boyfriend. So point the right yeah, finger, you know. <laughs> so he took his, so he, he had his boyfriend, he had his daughter's boyfriend meet the guys for some business deal. And and Sammy the Bull goes, so uh, the guy goes there, they shoot him, and then uh, Roy DeMeo's crew comes in with suitcases and briefcases. Right? They saw him up into tiny pieces. Just because he looked like It takes a guy? half hour, less. They bleed him, saw him up, yeah. And they put him in, and he just they just walked out with that, and that was the end of it. Just because he looked similar? Because the boyfriend said to Paul Castellano, you look like Purdue. Jesus and he was like, Christ. Oh. That's a capital offense. I'm gonna have to have you killed and chopped up and disappeared. He's definitely an uglier. I, I know you're. That's your boyfriend, but he's gotta go. Yeah, sorry. She was like, "Where'd my boyfriend go?" He just like, "I don't know, honey." Oh, come here, good guy. Yeah, now all those mob guys, because the mob, they're not shaking anybody down. I got an iPhone, bitch. I talked to. I talked I, to. I Facetime with Sammy the Bull. Yeah, uh, he's obsessed with him. He well, no, I, 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 he's he a, I, we Facetime. Him. It's hilarious. And I go, I'm in traffic and fucking at, on the JFK, and and I go. uh, I go, hey, what, what, this traffic never ends. You, this construction shit, you, were, you ran all of New York's construction. What the fuck is going on? And he goes, ah, yeah, see, he had, and he broke it all down for me. The Uber driver's like, holy shit, he broke down exactly how it all works. He goes, nah, we don't give a fuck if you sit in traffic. We got to make money. So we have the guys work for two hours a day because that's when traffic is not as big. We, we, we fudged the data. Who gives a fuck about you? I, and he, I said, could you get away with any of the shit you do back then? He goes, no, everybody's got cameras. No, there's cameras, cameras literally cameras. everywhere. You can't do it. 
That's what ended the mafia. the mafia. Yeah. Cell phone cameras. So, I, yeah, Steve Jobs killed the mafia. Yeah, you, yeah can't, you can't. You can't get away with a goddamn thing. I'm waiting for it to come to Mexico, though, because those cartels are a little out of control. Different animal, though. With those cameras everywhere, them. though, I mean, I still, we've yet to have the realism of, like, the SVU computer of, like, zoom in. Yeah. Fixed it. Yeah. Cleared oh, up. Clean that up for me a little bit. Yeah. No, just Perfect a second. picture of the. Yeah. Just a second. <laughs> there is. he is. And we are <laughs> in. <laughs> That's some bullshit. <laughs> me and Soda would do that on the bonfire that time. He goes, just going to move some things around here. See if we can put this over here. Type in the screen thing. And we are in. <laughs> It never amounts to anything at all. Never. The Philadelphia mob when I was younger. You grew up in Philly? Yeah, yeah, where my wife is from. Was it, Oh, yeah? yeah? They were like clownish by the time. Like I knew what they were Just at all. no respect? It was like, no, they were just like young people also. There was like the sons of all the people, and they would just like go to Atlantic City and fuck shit up and... Yeah, but then get kicked out and have to, you know, what I mean, yeah, like, it wouldn't be like they I'll come back. To, yeah, I don't fine, know if we yeah, know we are. They're like, we do know who you are. <laughs> beat it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. The, the, now, it. now they're doing like uh, I don't know if all of them do, but it's like drug trafficking, and like human trafficking, right? Like, that's, there's no shaking that's down. In countries that get away with it, like Russia, fucking sex trafficking is big here. Oh yeah, but it comes from places like Mexico. Did you ever? I remember in the handful of times I went to the, the massage places when I was younger. The handful, last, just a handful. Handful. Yeah. And uh, the, well, it got sad quick. I also worked, I was going to say the thing with the mafia also that's like probably still going to some degree was I worked for a guy, if he was in the mafia, he liked to dress and act like he was. <laughs> yeah. Although that said, he had a koi pond in like a townhouse, <laughs> like attached to other houses, but his front had a koi pond. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's His little three by three. Yeah. Uh, but he ran the company I worked for that was... Uh, at daytime, you'd go dressed as whatever for kids' parties, and at nighttime, it was uh, b- bouncing for strippers and escorts at seedy bachelor parties or weird guys' houses. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. yeah. So the mafia is yeah. still around like, in the that world. Art. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They never got your size, just sitting there waiting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd be you'd be a good bouncer, cauliflower ears, just a big kid. Not too nice. Someone's like, "Come on, man!" No, you don't have to. I'll give you the money next week. I'm like, "All right." No, you just have to be quiet and just kind of look at him like that. Yeah, he goes. If you talk to me, he goes. He goes. "Ah, Seven days, right? What's? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. But I can beat him in seven. Be quiet. (laughs) Yeah, big boys. You gotta be willing to do it. Kids to feed. I couldn't do it. Yeah, that was funny when I did that job too. I didn't understand why. It's like a different generation. Like when it got like kind of like hairy in some some of those driving strippers or escorts. Um, I'd go back to the guy like, how am I by far and wide the youngest, <laughs> largest person doing this? And it seems like everybody else seems to be like an old man. And I'm like, how are they getting out of these situations? And they were like, they have guns. And I was like, oh. He's like, you don't have a gun? I was like, no. He's like, you want a gun? I was like, no. Because <laughs> oh, I'll pull it out way early. Yeah. Of course. The first sign of anything, I go, everyone just stay calm. Yeah. <laughs> the girls want to fuck tonight. Everyone stay calm. <laughs> well, cool. I, like, I like what Christopher Walken did in King of New York. He had just, just a gun here, mm-hmm. and they try to rob him, and he goes, whoa. And he opens his jacket, and he goes, how about that? <laughs> and they were like, oh, shit. Just kind of, he flicked it. He just went, how about that? I'm funny if he just grabbed it and shot him in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, he threw, them, he threw them a bunch of money. He goes, come to the Plaza Hotel. Tell them Frank White sent you. <laughs> they were like, damn. Did, did you ever play the great game? If one decision was different in a movie, it just goes like fine. We used to always say the uh, like first blood, yeah. the first Rambo. Yeah. yeah. He's driving in the car. He just didn't have such a weird attitude in the car. 
And he was like, yeah, I just got back from Nam. He was my friend. I went to go visit his dad. And he just goes, Brian Denny, he goes, you like roast beef? How about I take you for the best roast beef? It's <laughs> cut like three hours later. The cop's coming in. And he goes, you got to meet Johnny Rambo. This guy's nuts. It's just, it's so if he true. just wasn't weird in the car at all. Just don't be weird. In the car, he was just quiet and like, and the guy was like, yeah, I think rightfully so. I want this guy out of my town. He's being well, weird. Dude, there's, there'd be no movies if that <laughs> was so <laughs> there's no I movies. never thought of that. That's such a funny bit. It's a yeah. quick decision in the beginning. Hey, answer yeah. me. How about answering me? I'm going to answer the question straightforward. <laughs> like John Wick, there's no John Wick if they don't fuck with his dog. I hear the fourth one is really good. Really? I don't fuck with it. How about like I, if I Ivan this. Drago just doesn't take the fight with Rocky? <laughs> He just goes, nah, I'm going to get a couple more tune-up fights before I jump in with the champ. He goes, what? No, you just killed my friend. This is the only way to solve this. Yeah, I got a prior commitment. Man. Yeah, he goes, it's in the contract. It's a bunch of legal Plus, he's work. a lot smaller, so it's a, it's a lose lose situation. Up, I'm bigger. I'm, I lose. I'm uh, it's a bad yeah, He goes, yeah, it doesn't really. It doesn't. The fight matchmakers wouldn't do this one for me. I just watched Rocky again with my son. The first? S holds up. Oh, yeah. Sure. Holds up. Fight scenes, tricky because nobody's making contact. And and uh, that's every movie though, even today's movie. But the training montage is much shorter than I remembered it, and there's no sparring really. It's just push-ups. A little gayer and than you thought, little, though, right? A little, little gayer. gayer. A little gayer. They but learned still a great movie. Rocky Two is where they learned the training montage when she has the baby, and so they still play that. The, the Sixers yeah. or Eagles could be down by insurmountable <laughs> points with 24 seconds oh, left, and when she goes, I want you to do one thing. Win, <laughs> what are we waiting for? <laughs> and, da, 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 and you'll da. think it was, uh, and then they'll be like, "All right, we're coming out of the break. Two minutes left. Sixers down by thirty-seven. You're like, oh right." But <laughs> 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 for a moment, like everyone was just going for that, for that training montage. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Are you a big uh, Phillies fan? Like all the teams? Are you like a huge uh, sports sp guy or no? Uh, I'm a big sports guy on, on the two teams I give a shit about, which are the Eagles and Sixers. The only things I watch. So the Eagles. I don't, I don't watch. I never so grew up playing heartbreak. hockey. Yeah, I went. Yeah, Burt uh, to took the, me. Oh shit! Yeah, he took me. Uh, Shane and Mark Norman. Bill Burton? Uh No, Burt. Burt Kreischer. Kreischer. Oh, Burt Kreischer. It was like kind of a last minute offer he made to me, and I was like, "Yeah, that's my I'll team. go." I was like, "That's crazy." And I'll tell you what: leaving a gazillion dollar ticket event when the team loses yeah. feels as shitty as when you just yeah, hell yeah, paid for it yourself. <laughs> you, you and Shane Yotes were sad pants. Oh huh? yeah, absolutely. Because Shane loves Eagles too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. We were doing those. Uh, like sports emotion things too, and I'm like all week before we saw each other, I go, "Dude, it's so cool! We get to share this to get share this together." <laughs> <laughs> My heart is flooded with joy for what we are about to embark we get to on together. This together <laughs> to experience man. this, share this together. I wouldn't want to share this with anyone <laughs> but you. I mean, so I had I had so watching hype videos from like 2016 <laughs> on YouTube, showing Bert's crew who has near zero interest. He goes like, "No, you gotta see Brian Dawkins. He's <laughs> yeah, the guy. Like he ends the guys like whole." Yeah. Whole I, had guy, I had a guy said that to me. He goes, "When do we get when?" Uh, instead of saying, "When are we getting together?" He goes, "When do I get to see your smiling face again?" <laughs> ah man, I don't know now. I'm so busy. Remember that comic at the comedy store? Face. We're in the middle of conversation. Let me do it. He just he looks at Brendan, and he goes, "I can see Brendan." We're in the middle. It's like me, Rogan, Brian, Chris. We're all sitting there. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, it's good to see you. Yeah, well, I love what you did up there. He goes, "Hey." You know what? We live in the same area. You wanna you wanna play catch someday? Just gonna get out there in the park and just throw the ball around? <laughs> and Brennan went, What do you mean? <laughs> he didn't even get it. And he goes, I don't know, just get the ball and just throw it around back and forth. I love doing that. If you ever want to do that, I mean we're in the same thing. 
He's certain like, it's code for something. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm like, wait. <laughs> Brandon just looked at me and goes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> You're so great. Still the big skin. And that, that comic is, a, I love that guy. He's yeah, he's a good a, dude. He's a wonderful, yeah. innocent He knows exactly what we're talking about. I love that motherfucker. <laughs> but just a sweet, sweet guy. Let's take a little break, buddy. Let's take a big uh, break from talking with Big J. Yep, and yeah, I'm going to be Magoobies right outside Baltimore, Timonium, buddy. Maryland, this weekend, Great Friday, club. Saturday. Come get some. Then I got Helium, April 20, 22. Where are you going to be before we get into other things? Uh, I'm at the Ice House Ice this House. Saturday. One show only, 8 p.m. Shop and Friends at the new Ice House, Atlanta, Georgia, April 13th through the 15th. Mm -hmm. La Jolla comedy store that's uh june 2nd through the 4th wow now i'm jumping across the pond belfast glasgow manchester glasgow london cardiff london dublin 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 june 25th get you some thickboy.com uh this episode is brought to you by better help brian better help you got to take care of your brain not just your body dude and sometimes talking to somebody your friends if i got problems it's not the same as talking to a licensed therapist. It's not the same as talking to a professional, and that's where BetterHelp comes in. They connect you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery wherever you are from the comfort of your home, Well, you don't have to office. be in a waiting room. No, you don't have to dude. go like talk. You can do it. Literally, they can match you up on, under 48 hours with a licensed professional like online. It's entirely talk. online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists anytime you want, no additional charge, all right? Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash fighter today and get 10% off your first month. BetterHelp. You, you wake up and check your credit score. Who does that, dude? Okay, well, Chime does, Okay. Look, if your financial goals feel out of reach, they don't have to be, okay? Chime's got a secured credit builder Visa credit card. Wow. You can start building credit with your own money through on-time payments and small everyday purchases like groceries, streaming, gas. Members see an increase of 30 points to their credit score on average. Chime reports your payments to the major credit bureaus to help you build credit over time, all with no annual fees, no large security deposits or credit checks to apply. Uh, so here it is. Start making your financial dreams a reality with Chime. C-H-I-M-E. Signing up only takes about two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. So get started at Chime.com slash fighter. That is Chime.com slash fighter. Do me a favor and read that mandatory disclosure if you I like. can't. Just read it, buddy. No. Just go ahead and read that mandatory disclosure. Uh, Do you have about, it's not a big deal. Oh, you're going into seizures. Okay, uh, look. I can't see. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Stride Bank. Do you know about Stride Bank? N-A, and how about this? Pursuant of a, to a license with Visa USA Chime Keep checking account and a $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card based on a study conducted by Experian. I, I bet you, have you ever heard of Experian? Of course not. Uh, credit builder members observed an average of 30 points FICO score eight increase after eight months with regular on-time payments. Results may vary. Oh Credit has gone blind. Results may vary. See chime.com for details. Out of network ATM, oh only about a half or more hour, half hour. Um, out of network ATM withdrawal fees may apply, except at money pass ATMs in a 7-Eleven. Did you know that? 7-Eleven? Yep. Or any All Point or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. So that's something. Did you write that down? Chime.com slash fighter. There you go. You've been all over, Are huh? you psyched about your You're special? You're doing nonstop promo, man. Yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got me running nuts. Um, uh, What's but it called? I self-produced it. It's called Dog Belly, live from Skankfest. We did it at uh, Skankfest Vegas last year. Dog Belly. Um, yeah, yeah. It's from one of the jokes in it. It was named by Dan Soder, actually. 
when he watched it, he was like, "You should call it that." Smart dude. I was just gonna call it "Live from Skankfest." Now, is your uh, is the, is the fan base <clears throat> of Skankfest? Are they? Uh, I mean, are the are the are they a very forgiving crowd? Uh, Skankfest. They no, are. I'm, I'm talking about your the the. Uh, what the, do you mean? The the, the uh, Legion of Skanks. Yeah, yeah. Fan base are so savage. They're savage motherfuckers. Yeah, but they're his. That's his. No, yeah, but they're also like. Here's the thing. Here's the great greatest thing about them, and the problem with it. We've made this like safe zone for like just fucking go for it. Yeah. And the thing is, ninety percent of them are just not funny. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's why they're, like, they're fans. So it's like they're going, like, even like their shittiest thing, like for the most part, they think they're going for it. And yeah. I tried to, and, and, and I, that's, that's a good thing too, because they're like, I get they're engaged and that's great. And they're the best comedy fans. And that's what I remember. Um, my favorite thing with our audience was when the guys we fuck girls did Skankfest the first time. When they showed up, they were like, well, here we go. We're going to walk into this, like, because they've had like shit with us on air before. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. we've gone back and but forth. But they're all great. They're, once you get in there, once you engage, they're great. It's once you walk in there, not only if they look at it as like, even if it's been like a tumultuous thing with them, it's like meeting Erica Kane and hating Susan Lucci. Do you know what I mean? Like, 100%. it's not that thing. It's like, it's like, no, you love Susan Lucci because she's Erica. Exactly. Everyone, like, well, that's why we know we're all ourselves. Yeah. But trust like in their minds like they're so removed from it where character isn't a thing yeah do you know what i mean and and so that's how and when they see the characters whether it's someone who they shit on or they uh, overly love do you know what i mean they're they're so excited to see all of everyone yeah, no one's ever like that's why lewis, are you guys hanging out with the guys we fuck or like it's like yeah they're our yeah. friends that's like, why yeah. lewis was like have brendan come on the fucking on the show it'll be a blast yeah yeah on. i think they were uh, hoping to have you guys at Skankfest. i think fuck yeah because um, yeah, all you guys are good guys like we oh, work yeah, together yeah. dan's from my fucking same home i know it's so crazy yeah. what a wacky town of insane things <laughs> that happened there i mean that Throw a dart at a town that's had so much shit. You talking about Colorado? The Aurora, Aurora, Colorado. A lot of school shootings. A lot of mass school shootings. shootings. Uh, essentially, the shooting at the, the Joker. Yeah, uh, yeah, guy that's was Aurora. There. Yeah. Then a whole documentary on Netflix about a guy who built a motel in Aurora to watch his, girls. His wife would just bring him food up in the attic so he could just watch girls and people really? fuck. Yeah, I don't know think. about that. Oh yeah. Oh, he had cameras in the in the hotel room. He didn't have camera. No camera just holes. So he, he would just like do it himself. Yeah. He didn't want to record it. And he wanted to watch it, <laughs> yeah. and he would just sit, he would just lay in an attic with all the vents over them, and he would just go up there. And his wife would just like she was just a sad shit that she would just bring him out. She goes, "Here's your turkey." He'd be like, "Shh, shh. there's a girl jacking off." <laughs> <laughs> He, he was his name is Gerald Foose and he's unapologetically hilarious about all this by the way he's not even now I think he served jail time he's, he's like, like ah. yeah, yeah. Nah, he's like saw a lot of pussy it was cool I'm a he, beeping Tom yeah, one time he said there was a couple getting ready to fuck or a girl getting ready to uh, masturbate it was one of those two and he was like that and they hit the lights like hard off like turned them off before whatever was gonna happen was gonna happen and he got furious because he said she was one of the hottest ones ever there so he went and took his car and drove his car up to the, it's like a motel, you know? He drove it up to the window with his headlights on and then went back up. Put the lights on. <laughs> he lit up the room so we can go back up there. He's like, ah, better. 
When they turn off, they might just go, ah, oh, shit. He said his, his tie would come through the thing sometimes. And people would look up and he'd have to like slurp it back up the thing. Ingenuity. It's what? All Aurora. It's Aurora's All Aurora. Aurora's wild. Also, uh, head coach, you know, Dan's best friend's the head coach of the Dolphins, Aurora, Colorado. Yep. Like, it's amazing. Yep. All this wacky shit. Yeah, man. It's some weird people. What that's right. Place, yeah. like that, he was a Smoky Hill cat. McDaniel, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking right. Fuck, man. It's like yeah, Soder's guy. It's like it's so funny to have it. That's a position in life where it's funny having Dan know that coach because like the stories we have as children make sense as comedians now. You know what I mean? Like when you tell those weird stories, like it's funny to have this like official head of the NBA and Dan's like, you know, and that was the summer we all compared dicks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like, the guy was good coaching. Like, God, TV. Yeah. The guy was going to yell at uh, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like us. Yeah, it is fucking weird. And your buddy goes big time like that? Yeah. And you just know everything about him? Yeah. Also, like, the background, like, noise <laughs> of, like, having to be like, hey, how about your your boy putting that quarterback in and his finger's going eight different directions? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> maybe talk to Did him. Did you text but, him about <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why, like, a lot of, like, dictators, like, fucking Saddam Hussein killed everybody from his childhood and, and who knew him when he was coming up. It's like, really? Yeah, I can't have that. Give me a story. Yeah, yeah exactly. You guys know stuff his about dick me. or something in the yeah, shower. Yeah, you just yeah. know stuff about me. I, yeah. I can't have that, so I'm gonna have to kill yeah. everybody. Saddam, the kid who pissed himself yeah, in, that, that, in yeah, geography. That guy's gotta go. He's gotta go. <laughs> yeah. You know. They, in fact, the the his son was they, they assassinated. Tried to assassinate his son. Son ended up not being able to walk, and then was on crutches and stuff. But tried to assassinate him. The guy who saved his son, who pulled him out of the car, and his son was in bad shape and stuff, and got help. <laughs> that guy, I think they cut they his tongue him? out. Yes. So they, they put him in jail and cut his tongue out so he could never recount the story about how his son was killed. So Saddam was a good guy. <clears throat> Did you he's, ever. His hero was Stalin. Right. Yeah, he's like the. Uh, what's the Kim Jong un? Did you ever. With like the, the dictator type guys, did you ever see the Rodman documentary? No. When he goes to North when Korea? He goes to no. North Korea. It's the. Maybe the Wild, the Wonderful <laughs> Whites is a close second. Yeah. Because a lady doing a line of meth. And then walking past her newborn baby in the hospital, and she goes, "Future Miss America, right there." <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that. What? Oh. Hey, I didn't see that documentary. The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Oh, I didn't watch no. it. The Wild Johnny and Knoxville Wonderful produced Whites. It from this about this family who are from. <laughs> it's Boone, White Miss Boone right County. There. Boone County. Uh, yeah, it's it's. It's that hillbilly elegy shit. Yeah, well, they did. Well, there was a documentary years ago called The Dancing Outlaw about their, like, the patriarch of this family. And is this in West Virginia? All violence. It's in West Virginia. Violence. It's total violence. It's yeah. there, a crazy. A lot of inbred, right? The worst. Yes, and also, like, but they also know how to work this. It's like a, a generations of working the system, so they're all on. She's 30, by the way. That so good. You're not wrong, by the way. She's the, she's <laughs> the hot. They call her the hot one yep. <laughs> of the family, I swear to God. Yep. That, that, that I believe 100%. They, one of the I've been a, out there. I've spent time. There's a kid at one point shakes a bottle of oxy and goes, Boone County mate and call. <clears throat> that kid's got a podcast. He follows me. I feel like a, I might as well have been followed by a, a, cel a celebrity. I'm like, Boone oh, County yeah. mate and call. Boone County shakes mate and call. Shakes the pill bottle. I, I, I had, so I've Dude, spent time there. Gems. I spent a lot of time there. Not in the hills. Not where they're 100% of the hills. You did a comedy club. No, 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 no. Uh, my, so when I, in college, my buddy had a martial arts school there, Taekwondo school. One of my closest friends. You don't teach so we these would people go up karate? There. <laughs> we would go up there once. <laughs> yes. We this would go up there once every two months, maybe once every month we'd go up there. And it was the first time I ever, I was in college, it was the first time I had ever met real racists who had never met black people. Sure. 
and these guys were talking, they were like, what you do is if they, if they come at you, you act crazy because they think it's going to rub off on them. They think it's going <laughs> to rub off on them. And by they, they mean black, black people. people. Yeah. And it was the first time I heard, uh, I never forgot this. It was the first time I, I, I saw like what that was, that violence. Everybody has guns. Everybody fights. Oh, yeah. You were not allowed. You could not go to a bar in those areas if they didn't know you. You could not go. You would get stomped. Yeah, those are, there are that, gypsies. Yeah, there are dude, gypsies over here. Though you could not, if they didn't know you at a bar there, it was dangerous. And how about this? I was in college and I had a book on communism. I was reading. It was for my history class. I bet they beat you up. The guy said to me, we were at this Taekwondo, this fucking tournament. The guy said, hey, bro, you got to hide that man around here. The book? And I go, what do you mean? He goes, you got to hide that. You can't have that. I said, what do you mean? He goes, you'll cause, you'll cause a problem. And I said, I was with guys who would fight. I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, Around here, that would be considered. They think you might be into communism or something. Yeah, there's no I way they, they know what it means, but there's no way they were reading that word. No, no. <laughs> and they're right. They got a comic. He goes, "You into computers?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Well, Hillbilly Elegy is a book about this. Probably about the first the time he saw karate in just jeans, too. That is correct. This lady, yeah. they're not wearing a gi. No. This lady who, so she rips a line of meth, goes in the bathroom. Future Miss America, right there. She goes home because the baby, of course needs a little extra attention <laughs> when they come to pick the baby up as with everything that happens legal to them in this documentary they are blown away that child protective services gotten involved <laughs> she can't believe it they took the baby away they come back in the car she's hysterically crying they took the baby away the one that was bouncing on the trampoline takes them immediately to taco bell <laughs> where she, through the drive-thru she orders things that aren't on the menu and gets pissy about it she has her mozzarella sticks <laughs> <laughs> then she Get drives the I swear to God then she drives while they're waiting for the thing they see a family they know inside who know peripherally I'll say is the word because they seem like pretty normal people yeah and she starts wailing the horn to get their attention and they turn around they're like oh hey through a, the window of a building like a glass wall not a window even of a, like a, a Taco Bell she's screaming she goes they took her baby her she's crying <laughs> And they're just and they're through a window going like, okay, <laughs> like they have no idea. It's it's. I gotta see this front to back. I'm watching Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Front to back, a close second, maybe only is uh, or a close. Uh, it's a close second. But only not everyone's like that in West Virginia, right? It's just uh, like a certain part. Uh, 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 here's the thing. It's like there's it's a part for sure. Yeah. But I don't think the rest have to achieve much to not be that. <laughs> you know go. what I mean? There you go. So if you pull the best of the it's best out of country. West Virginia, yeah. and you throw them in, I don't know. It's mining country. A Chicago. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to go it's great. Not, yeah. yeah. No one's going to be like, wow, what a refined palate this person has. <laughs> Dude, what, what a, a shit refined stuff. palate. What a shit show. Wait, what's, a, so what's your first The one? bar is low. Yeah. What's your first uh, favorite? Dude, Dennis Rodman going oh, to... Yeah. When he's going over there to keep meeting with to bring the basketball team over there, <laughs> yeah. and on the second when he comes home and he gets all the shit from it, yeah, he was sober for a while. On the trip back, he just starts drinking. I remember when he went crazy and gets well. There's the yeah he gives he cuts the promo. Let me tell you something, brother. Yeah, these guys are opening a door to North Korea. <laughs> yeah, brought Charles <laughs> Smith, retired basketball players, X-ray hip. And uh, whatever's going to go solve yeah. it. To a monarchy. But Ken, uh, Ken uh, Jung, right? He loves Robin. It's his favorite player. Because the, the Bulls in the 90s, he's like obsessed with him. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, he'll allow yeah, yeah. Robin to go there because they're obsessed with him. Oh, yeah. So he just loves him particularly. Yes. And he let him so go. Weird. He brings those guys over to play. But how drunk he is, he just gets <laughs> obliterated. 
Without even overspoiling <laughs> the special, I'll just tell you this. He bows at everybody he sees, and it's not a bowing culture. <laughs> he just does it anyway. And then he treats them like toys. And I'm like, look, look at this motherfucker. Look at this motherfucker. I make him sing. And you don't know what the fuck he's saying. Don't know what the fuck he's saying. But, but bring oh. up that picture there with him and uh, <laughs> Which one? There's a bunch. With the group. With the group. Oh, by the way, where he's crying there. right there yeah, is where he gives a speech in look the middle. That, right? He's giving a speech to Kim Jong-un and then goes... He goes, and it's his birthday, so I want to say, in an arena that's been built just for this game, with a throne for Kim Jong-un, he goes, happy birthday <laughs> to you. Audience has no idea of this song. So he's singing it with the normal, like, ha, the, tu- the, the, the melody of happy birthday to you. They start going... Yeah. Like they're clapping nowhere in tune with the song. Yeah. It's insane. That's that. They do it rhythmically. They just keep going. They just well, down his fucking mind. And then you, I don't know if he's still doing. He's doing podcasts. And and I was at the mall in Westfield, and he uh, he came up to me. He was like, "Glad to have you on the podcast, man." I was like, "Oh, cool. What do you what do you, what do you guys talk about?" He's like, "Chicks. It's a relationship show." I'm like, no, absolutely not. Dude. That's so funny. Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, he told a story on Howard Stern one time. He, like broke his dick fucking, and he's like, "Did you go to the hospital?" He's like, "I have tape on, like tape." Like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> like he cut himself, and he's like a carpenter or something. <laughs> I taped it up, so now he's got that bend in his dick disease. Apparently, he was normal until he had got estranged from his son or something. I think his son died. Uh, I don't know oh, if it was really? Straight. I think his I think his son passed away, and he uh, started like dyeing cool. his hair. Yeah, he went uh, no, he was a, he was a weirdo a little because he was a janitor. He was a janitor and was like doing some weird shit. I bet his family, his family's probably nuts. Yeah, I don't think just the son did it. No, I don't know. I mean, hilarious. His father, his father's name is I didn't know that Philander. (laughs) Philander. I mean, that's hilarious. Philander Junior. I I don't think his son died. I don't either. I hope hope he didn't die. I named my son Side Pussy Okerson. So don't get upset, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> is it, he only has one son? He's 6'6". Six, six. Oh, uh, three children. Did one die, right? It, no, it says nothing about the death No, of the so son. maybe it was a strange then. Yeah, I think it was Maybe strange. I gave him too much credit for being a weirdo. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe Brian's trying to make in a sad situation. A strange guy. he was a janitor, like bro. He was? Yeah, he was a janitor. Yeah. So he remember, was a stranger from his father. See, did you ever see the, uh, <laughs> the DMX, that documentary about him a couple years ago? After he died, and they go back to like his heavy drug years, and it's him. It's a it's a video, I guess, on MTV of like him meeting with his son, and his son's like, "I just want to have a relationship with you and have you be my father and me be your son and us get to know each other and start." And he was, and DMX goes, "I can do that. Yeah, I can do that." <laughs> he goes, "But I need you to do it clean." And he goes, "Bye." <laughs> and he just literally kicks him out. He's like, ah, "Nope." <laughs> oh, it's damn. cold, complete to his face. Damn. He goes, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. drugs rule. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. like, that's crazy. Nah. <laughs> do you know the stress it is hanging out with you? I abandon you for years. That's yeah, like my friend, my friend, my friend, literally famous director is going like this. He goes, how do you have so much energy, man? I go, well, what do you mean? He goes, you just you fucking have energy all the time. I want energy like that. I go, you don't have energy. He goes, no. What do you do? And I go, well, you, 
you, you know, you got to stop smoking. He goes, that'll help. Fucking no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the whole goes, secret. I want to do that. Just tell me what else you do. I go, I, I, had that. I don't know. I can't start the conversation like this. Eat more kale. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> hey, going, going back to Robin, go to North Korea. Isn't it weird that for North Korea, North Korea, we have, we send Rodman or no, we don't send, but they be, develop those relationships. And then Russia with Putin, it's Steven Seagal. It's just oh, the yeah, weirdest. Yeah. It's just the weirdest odd jobs that we. It's the most famous people in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He goes, send over Debbie Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> Electric youth was my shit. And it's strange. Yeah, it really is. Like, but it is because yeah. it they're they're just behind the times. Yeah, they're behind the times, and they still believe those movies are real. Yeah. <laughs> See movies that Steven Seagal shows up, and they're like. Different than the movie, you know, <laughs> yeah. it was years yeah. ago. Yeah, what's about last year's hard to kill? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a painted hairline, He's kind of very heavy. This is different than under sea. You have see, you ever have met you seen him Seagal? do all that stuff with those Russians? Like, he, he's there with. He's so heavy, and he's teaching did you, them. Did you say, have I met Steven Seagal? Yeah. You love this, dude. I was at a UFC. This is a long time. I'm at a UFC. I'm there for do, like, an appearance something. So they've sit all the fighters. UFC Toronto. So it's GSP. I think Jake Shields. And so we're sitting in the front row. Well, I'm sorry, the second row. We're, everyone's pretty famous UFC fighters. And I was like, how are we not in the front? What the fuck? And then Steven Seagal sits in, in the very front row in front of us. But he's huge. So yeah. we can't see anything. But before he sat there was Josh Koscheck. They kicked Josh out and set Steven Seagal yeah. down. And he kept standing and we can't see anything. And everyone's like, God, somebody should say something. I'm like, yeah, it fucking seems good. We can beat him up. <laughs> and then everyone's like, you think? I'm like, I, I would hope fucking yeah. so. So like, say something. I'm like, all right, watch this. I'm like, sit the fuck down. And turns around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we're going to your friends like this. Like, I, I, I got, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> I had stories about that guy. Of people He's massive. Him. He's I, big. Yeah. I've never met anyone oh, who's we were all scared a cool of guy. No, <laughs> no, no, I have friends who work no. with him. I've had so many friends who tell Carl, like, so John Leguizamo, I hope I'm not outing him on this, but John Leguizamo tells a story where he goes, they're doing a movie together. You know, John's a real actor, amazing guy. Yeah, but great. John's not a big guy. John's about five John's seven. Tiny. And John goes um, to Steven Seagal, like he doesn't even know him. He goes, so is all that stuff real? Can you really use that? And Seagal, <laughs> Seagal's six five. Seagal just goes like this. He goes, boom. And just, <laughs> he, he literally goes, da -da! and John goes. Cool. Guess what? He goes, hey, hey, and he couldn't breathe. He goes, hey, hey, like that. And he goes, you tell me, and walked away. Badass. And that was it. Like, was is like, all that real? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> what made him so great? Hey. Better question. Did he you ask it as Juanita, his know. old neighbor? Oh, fucking hey, hey. Like that. that guy Just, hates character work. I, I know. <laughs> but Steven Seagal. Please do not do the lady who worked at the bodega on your corner anymore. <laughs> didn't no more one man shows. <laughs> I, I get I what it. it was like in the Bronx back then. Enough. Enough. Uh, <laughs> if I see one more set with outside hanging laundry <laughs> from building to building. Didn't Steven Seagal? I've seen one of his one man shows. Johnny <laughs> Legs, shout out to him. Yeah, he's great. Didn't Steven Seagal get in some legend. shit? The best. Didn't he get in some shit for uh, human trafficking as a cop in Louisiana? Uh, he got into a lot of shit for a lot of things. I mean, Penthouse. Uh, you, know, you, you know, he's like a legit cop in Louisiana and got busted for like yeah, sex yeah. trafficking. It, well, was like, yeah, he was like, I'm here. Yeah. I did a movie with his ex wife. I did a movie with somebody who. Kelly LeBrock? Yes. I did a movie with uh, a, a TV show with somebody. She seemed to be a little screwy, though, too, now. Well, the stories, uh, the stories are pretty not so good. 
Oh, it's yeah, a yeah. Steven, good guy. So it says Steven Seagal, the action movie star a long time ago, used one woman as a sex toy and kept others who were on call 24 yeah. hours a day. Yeah, that makes sense. That, that, you shouldn't get arrested for no. that. Um, the Steven Seagal accused of sex trafficking. Click on that. He's not a good guy, man, from what I've heard. I, I don't know, but he's just. Uh, They're watching. So he's going to arrest him for what, being awesome? <laughs> yeah. Is that a crime in this town yeah. now? Vietnamese girl. <laughs> Oh, that's never going to be Around the clock booty call position. This one, he was a cop, too. Yeah. He's, he was bad lieutenant the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's what he is. Show me your ass. Yeah. How do you suck dick? <laughs> she says she found two young female Russian attendants who were on call for Seagal's sexual needs 24-7. I think Playboy or Penthouse wrote an article about him, and the article was like crazy, where his maid said he picked me up and... And, and basically raped me on, on top of a washing machine then just walked away. Like, there's, there, the accusations were crazy, where you're like, whoa. Well, that's um, the reason he lives in Russia, isn't it? I know you got bust for this yes, shit. I and I was like, you know what? Russia's Me Too movement isn't that robust. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah, you got to dip out to different with, places. Yeah. Didn't Gary, Gl Putin? Gary Glitter just got out of Vietnamese jail, I think, for serving the tiny sentence they gave him. As the guy does, you know, rock and roll part two at every know. arena. I don't know. In, Look yeah. at him. Yeah, holy like shit! Oh, yeah. is he the child? Uh, yeah, 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 he's, yeah. A, he's a pedophile. Yeah, what? He just went over to. Uh, so he, well, he just look went over him. to Vietnam. They ended up getting him there though too. Yeah, and they a, gave him like a slap on the wrist out there. I think it was wasn't anywhere near what was happening here. He is a fucking boy. If I was to search pedophiles, he would be the first <laughs> yeah. one that pops. I'll cut up. that guy's head off right now. Look at him. Oh, dude, I watch. So it's a shame I watch so many of those. Um pedophile hunters the online the ones oh the, i love them well, it's dads against predators you those are those? the ones that try to fight people which oh, is yeah. great you see those the dads one, are dope you see the one where the guy meets the he's he, he's he meets the father's 12 year old daughter gets uh catfished by this guy and he had he takes it over and goes come meet me guy shows up and the father lets his kind of corso and german shepherd kill loose on the guy no, but the dogs are biting him. They're just like, ah, get him, get him. He's that's like, the Dad's Against Predators one? Please, please, don't, please. You know? and I don't know if that's Dad's Against Predators. No, this that might on, be on the dark web. This was on YouTube. Because like I, I know YouTube was like uh, either uh, demonetizing them. They were doing something because they were like. Yeah, they're all going to rumble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I watched one that was uh, it was like young kids, like 19 years old doing <laughs> it. And I've never seen it done like smash style. You know what I mean? Like, yo. Yeah, got gotcha. you. <laughs> yo, we're about to go get this predator and this thing, and they got him, and they're like, yo, you're gross, bro. You're gross. And then the guy was like, how old are you? And he's like, 19. And then the guy just starts fighting him. He's like, whoa, yeah, dude, I'm, getting, I'm fighting a predator. Like, it's, the whole time, he's just like, it's real for sure. Wow. But it's so ridiculous because they said they were the cops afterwards and shit. But the problem with a lot of them is um, they're catching borderline, if not very retarded people who were going to answer that call if it was an 85 year old yeah, or a seven yeah. year old yeah and they can't, they can't much, believe right? it's happening it's not really this isn't going to come up in his life ever again you know what i mean but there's now they also do catch like pieces of shit and but the, I, the, I heard they can't do much like the cops can't do much when like the when they give her their information yeah, yeah like the kick-ass superheroes they don't know what they're doing no they can't do like even on catch a predator like really? those guys no. one that's why they stopped shooting the oh show. because you don't you haven't done anything you've just You've just got like yeah. It's, I guess I don't know if in ten. It'll definitely be hard to get a job after that. Yeah, you're still getting exposed for being in a pretty creepy situation yeah. online. So and they, caught like sheriffs, they caught sheriffs. They caught. I went on one with the guy with the big guy with the beard who does it, but we didn't. Oh, uh, we didn't get anybody. Didn't catch any fish. We got next to the guy. It was the most insane things happening at once. Like when it all started happening, it started happening 
very quickly. It was like we meet at this Walmart where they do it at Standard in Texas, and uh, we go in. And he's, I meet him in the section. We're talking about it. It's funny. I was doing the same walk that they have people do to catch them. I think when I get up there, he goes, uh, "Hey, you piece of shit." <laughs> but uh, we were talking, and he goes, "Yeah, the person is not." keeps sending pictures that he's outside but he can't he's not coming in or something so we got to go out then we go and we think from the picture he took we see the car that's him so we pull up behind him and they go and like circle the car and then they open the, and they come back to the car they go it's not him and they, <laughs> they, just, like, they just did it to the wrong car hey you be here to fuck a little child oh okay my, 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 my apology sir wrong car. <laughs> yeah wrong car so we, go, we end up just pulling up next to the guy and it was the guy and when he just looked over and saw like four dudes he was like, out. his boys are huge uh he fucking took off and i watched the guy so the the only interesting thing of it or the most interesting thing i should say about the whole thing was i don't know if i've ever seen anybody like run for their life before like yeah. a genuine like if i don't terrify my life's over yeah. if this comes out that's, again and, and he, he was even like 70 in a hitting like those speed bumps in an old car like it was just, the doors are gonna fall if those doors would have fallen off he would have just ran over the engine and just kept going in the highway traffic he was out he was out, but when we were, he was doing like the going around like a nut. We were kind of following him for a minute, and then all of a sudden, like <laughs> these five black women—I mean, unrelated to anything—they're outside of their like, like in a navigator or something. And they're all wearing see-through clothes to the nips or like little like g-strings, and they're all like just down, like twerking and doing all. That. It's all, uh, morbidly obese, <laughs> each one more than the next. Yeah. It was, but every time we're like following this guy and turning like that loop of like you know the traffic lines yeah just like he goes we're coming back around the uh, fat black chicks again they never broke stride there's a pedophile chase going on while they're over there fucking uh clapping cheeks they were, they were, they were the they were the mood music they were the, they were the mood music and mood, mood but when tone. those dads catch up to them legally they can't like fuck them up right or they're like shut the cameras dads off? against predators oh no one they just flat out he just says to the guy he goes like square up one-on-one -on -one, and they do they fight and it's also he doesn't do that good in the fight. <laughs> you're like, I mean, if you're going to fight these predators, be a better fighter. Man. Yeah, take some training. He gets um, beat up by But I just saw one of those guys that go with this. Actually, it was the first time I saw this, too. There's a girl who does it named Courtney Elizabeth. And uh, she's, uh, I guess, in her 20s or something. And uh, she, she does, for the first time, she always gives like a long like, uh, intro to what they're getting ready to do and, or the person they caught. And I'd never seen this on a pedophile hunt. outside of their own merch and things like that. A lot of them have merch. I've never seen this. She goes, and uh, and so he said he was going to have sex with her and lured her out, and uh, said, you know, shows the thing that I'm going to come all in your face and all this like <laughs> terrible, horrible shit to a child. Then she goes, also before we get to Robert, I just want to say the new Live Free app. Has been. I've lost twelve pounds already doing workouts in the middle of it, and then she goes, you can't and it shows the clips of like the you get a personalized trainer for you. It goes great with the gym, or if you're just doing at home body weight stuff. And so it's really been great for me, and I hope you guys check them out real big. And now let's go get Robert. Fraud? She goes, and now let's go get Robert. And it's like you're meeting a Robert. By the way, is an old man who is retarded, and the Dads Against Predators guy goes with her, like to help on this one. And he's just again. His energy doesn't match the situation all the time. This guy's like, I don't, I don't know. I won't, won't do it again. And they're like, what do you mean you won't do it again? He goes, I won't do it 
do it again. He goes, you live in a nursing home, right? And he's like, I won't do it again. He goes, what's that motherfucker? It's just too much. Like, like what's up, dude? What's up, motherfucker? You want some of that? Yeah, he's like, too much of that. Like, oh, you're not into fighting? Some old kid? guy with no idea. Some, some, somehow you kind of have sympathy for a pedophile. Like, yeah, the, like the, the show the, sucks now. It's like, wait a minute. Stop meeting me root for them. But I mean, some of them are just classic. Stop me root for Yeah, let me root for a pedophile. Dude, Kurt Metzger, when we first became friends, a billion Hilarious. years ago in Philly. <coughs> How's Kurt doing? I love that fucking This dude. makes me laugh so hard. We, we saw American History X together, and he's right. There's a scene in that movie that talk about something that makes no sense. They, one of the black and white flashbacks to when he was still a skinhead. Yeah. Um, the movie's about him like reforming from being a skinhead. The flashbacks, they show uh, black guys and white guys arguing at the basketball court, and then he goes, all right, well, fuck it. Let's play for the courts then. Blacks versus whites, we play for yeah. the courts. Whoever wins, At, whoever who, loses, leaves. Can't come to the yeah. Venice courts anymore. Not only do the white supremacists beat these guys, which is not going to happen, it ends with a steal and... Uh, and Edward Norton doing a reverse double-handed <laughs> oh, like John Kemp. and they play and is the, the, that true? I don't remember that. Yeah, that, you can put that on YouTube. That's the end of the movie for me. Yeah. When I see that, I'm like, go, oh. yeah, they cheer. It, they cheer He's so big, and they go da and the music's big, and Kurt just goes, "Are they trying to trick me to rooting for the for the Nazi guy?" <laughs> <laughs> like it's such a weird, yeah. Just, just oh go to the end dunk, and he's really good. Look at him. I mean, he's running them. That guy's muscular now. He's Jack. I know. The big last ball. Yeah, steal? Right steal, look at this dunk. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah! Finally! White people win a game of basketball against black people. That's a problem. They're all, bye! They go, yeah, but it was white supremacist. You go, hey, you gotta take what you can get, man. Who knows? <laughs> all white people. It's hard to get a win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you mean, throw Kurt Rambis out there? Yeah, I don't remember that movie. He's not showing up for a racial turf war game. <laughs> racial <laughs> turf war. <laughs> Looks like Gonzaga versus Miami. Yeah, uh, yeah so, exactly. So there's someone tricking you and like rooting for the wrong thing. The the the. I'd always tell people if you could find Predator Jamie, is the best of those things because, uh, like, for anyone listening at home, it's just a guy, a, a morbidly obese guy who you do feel bad for again because this was never going to happen for him ever. Yeah. He lives in a, in a room in his mom's house, and he's morbidly obese. And, he's just, and his mom is just hilarious because she's there for the entire confrontation, and she just keeps going. Like they'll be like, "Well, you said here that you want to like a uh, sucker, little eight year old asshole," and she'll be like, "Jamie, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> Jamie." Goes, to a fourteen year old girl, she goes, "They don't even have their periods yet." <laughs> I know that. <laughs> she's just like. She never breaks. Well, I gotta You're a pervert. Jamie. Jay, you Did pervert. You really? Jay, you creepy pervert. <laughs> and then, by the way, are they also, they're always so, like, you know, retarded. Also, they don't know, like, the actual reality of, like, what's happening. Do you think he's they're like, actually retarded, though? Yeah. <laughs> they're definitely, like, yeah, they're definitely challenged. Because I'm telling yeah. you, this, this lady goes, uh, when they're going through that, she goes, and he was planning to meet her at you know, this decoy at his work and stuff like that. And she goes, that's it. Don't worry. I'm taking his phone. That's it. <laughs> I'm oh, taking that's the phone. He goes, I think it's bigger than that right now. <laughs> There's guys sitting in your living room. What a fucking disaster. Well, those what people that, disaster. the people that search, kids? 
Yeah, I have a daughter. Yeah, how old? Oh, she's 20. There's still there's still no one better than the king of uh, Chris Hansen because I think they have some compilations of it that you could watch yeah. of his. Like, he got so, like, jazz with it by the end. Yeah, like, you know what he's doing? That his entrance was always kill. He would, like, wait for them to say something. You know, they'd be like, I'll be right down. He goes, he goes uh, I can't wait to hug your body. And then he pops out and be like, I'd like to have my body hugged, Frank. <laughs> Would you like to hug my body? Why don't you have a seat? Dude, his little, whatever the thing was first. It started escalating. I mean, always. He goes, I've been thinking about you all day. He goes, have you been thinking about me, Tom? I'd like you to think about me. Why don't you have a seat? Why don't never... you suck my dick? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes they fall to their knees. Or just go, ah. I'd like to have my pussy eat until I scream. <laughs> Would you like to eat my pussy until I scream? Why don't you have a seat, Ralph? <laughs> my thing is the youtubers that do this it's like it's one of two things either you're gonna start looking for those pedophiles or they're hunting ghosts like there's oh, yeah. no yeah, in between right, right. it's either let's hunt ghosts or ghosts hunt pedophiles. oh it's completely it's the same out. kind of the thing. guy the guy who kept getting in trouble was the guy who makes them like do like stuff like he would make them and it was it started off so dumb that i think he thought he had to ramp it up because you're almost like if you can have the guy call his family or whatever and do that shit, I guess fine. But he would Give me always twenty push ups. Yes, push ups. <laughs> uh, run up and down the block. Hundred burpees, bitch. It's suicide. And he would realize when he tell him to run up and down the block. When he tell him to run up the block, he goes, hey, "You better come back too, man. <laughs> Don't just keep running." Like, <laughs> he just sends him on a runaway. But yeah, that guy's doing. Well, he got trouble. He made the guy jump in the the Hudson. <laughs> the Hudson River when it was, and he couldn't swim that's good. so he had to be rescued from the Hudson and he, and, and he got cancelled Yeah, but again it was like a thing and this I'm not justifying any of these pedophiles that one was like a 21 year old guy who was there to meet like a 16 year old like boy Yeah, for uh, like I'm like almost and again I might be wrong and gay people feel free to just tell me I'm completely wrong with this I think that's just what happens. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I think I've a young twenty-something fucks a teenage boy. I've heard gay uh, people say that on shows. They say a hundred percent. They go, "Well, the, the big secret is that there are 15, 16, 17 year old boys that go to those clubs that get online and and." Well, they say it's because they don't have anyone their own age to kind of relate to it. Or it's just like, that so they much, want to so. fuck a guy. And they want to stay in the closet. Or, or, remember, or, or just wait, like, what, can you tell me how to, how did you do that? You know, they no, just no, get wrapped up 16, in the world of that. Let me tell you something. When we were fifteen and 16, 17, if you told me I could get on an app and fuck a 25-year-old 10, mm -hmm. I'm getting on the app and yeah. having sex with that 25-year-old. Don't worry about me. Every Friday, Saturday night. At 16 Damn, years confident. old, I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's confident. <laughs> I would have been like, I don't want this old lady to see my little weenie, my little six-year-old weenie. Sure, I, was built, I was built like a runaway. There's no doubt, but I, I would have given it the old college try. Yeah. If it, was, if it was there, if they were into me, which is what older guys are into did twinks. You, did you guys have any... I am blown away by that so much. I'm the... One of my only friends in the world who has no in his life knowledge of a one of the buddies fucking uh, someone another buddy's mom or the teacher fucking us. I had none of that. My teachers were all old, ugly yeah, I mean, women. I always say that yeah. too. Or uh, maybe the guys got some rare. play. It's a very rare thing. I don't know. It was always a fantasy. Like I'll, 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 I'll read New York Post every morning and it'd be like, you know, teacher gets busted. I'm like, who's hiring that hot ass teacher? <laughs> yeah. My teacher had cancer of her nose and had a fake nose. It was all <laughs> juicy. Yeah. 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 I don't. We had Mrs. Jaya Raman. Uh, a lady who smelled like her name yeah. teaching chemistry. <laughs> yeah, I have wrong. None of my teachers were fuckable. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, there wasn't was one. Until no. I, when I went to a school, I switched schools in senior year and went to like not like an intramural prison that I went to <laughs> in Philly. I went to an actual place and I would say maybe like the 
like the because then there was coaches for actual teams and those guys taught like social studies stuff. so maybe like the girls had crushes on the guy yeah but i couldn't remember my, my wrestling coach like a lot of the seniors in high school were obsessed with him yeah, that was but the only time he was like 33 but it was it always the coaches happen. it was always the coach because yeah. my in high school it was the men's or the women's lacrosse coach he was young he must have been 24 25 and there was like so many rumors. He was fucking like a ton of. Well, them. yeah, I you should just school. almost take away uh, after all those gymnastics documentaries I watched. Like, can't girls just train girls? <laughs> like, yeah. it's like I don't know why. If you want to be the best, them you have to send your child away for four months with an old Russian man. <laughs> He's probably gonna touch her asshole. <laughs> it's what you're lining up for. It's what you're lining up. For. Well, looking back, I went to boarding school, and the teachers there, they were, we everybody lived on the same campus. So I think the art teacher, looking back, was probably hooking up with my friend when she was a senior. I'm yeah. pretty sure that. But she was 18. He was probably 30-something. And that was in 1985. Let me tell you what was acceptable. That shit. You would go to Europe, and you would see, I'm telling you, on the beaches, you'd see a 15-year-old girl with a 25-year-old guy. And it was oh, just like done. I don't know how, like, how deep into the 20s, but I remember like the hot girls in my like senior year they were dating old maybe guys. even junior yeah. year were dating guys who were like 23 that's or right almost all like, of them. Uh, yeah. yeah if they were like and it was guys you never and they do drive them everywhere yeah. and we all couldn't drive but, but now yeah. now if you're leo dicaprio and you're 50 and you're dating a 23 year old they they you hear about it it's like it's a it's considered um i guess now almost predatory i just see i don't consider it to be predatory what I mean, i'm more taken back by it is like the re of like, I'm not talking about like a 23 year old who thinks you're hot showing up and fucking in the middle of the night and maybe hang out for like dinner or something. But 23, especially when he's 50, you yeah. said, right? Yeah. It, it's just like you're doing, it's like stop pretending there's anything else but well, pussy that's involved. There's nothing. It's like you yeah. cannot right. talk. Yeah. It, that's there's no conversation. That's because you have a daughter too. Yeah. Like when I, you have a daughter. I also, you realize every bit of their age they are. My daughter's 20, yep. and I would say she's like, younger almost you know what i mean uh, she's probably more experienced than i'm aware of and stuff but she's yeah, but, a good kid which is right, great but i have like, a 15 year old soon to but, yeah, but they're kid but yeah. i mean they're they're fucking exactly when still you hear young that, as shit. 15, same 16. shit where you're like no i know how young she is in her i like i understand like that you know she's 15 it's the mental it's a mental thing and and the other thing is that she has a boyfriend now and it's 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 she beautiful yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful to watch Who but is he's, this 15. Fast? he's 15 he's asian i know <laughs> i know brian's on he's 27 yeah but you can see that there's it's that, <laughs> yeah. a sick ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he holds mitts for me and boxes. My together. son, who's 11, is such a smart ass. I go, How, who is he? And my son goes, he's 28. <laughs> but he's uh, he's 15. But there's that innocence, man. My my daughter's a smart girl and blah blah blah, old soul, blah blah blah, whatever you want to say. World's she's still cruel, 15. Man. She's 15. Yeah. Oh, dude. The world's you're cruel. You're delicate too in that stage. So if you told me that she was dating a 20 year old, it's going to be a problem for me because I'm going to fucking stop that immediately. Oh, Even absolutely. if it's legal, I'm going to be like, Even if you're dating an 18 year old at 15, I'd still be like, geez. Because, the, yeah, because the. It's like they're going to take you to do things. That's right. Forget the fucking. That's right. They're just going to take you to do things that you're probably really not ready to do. And they're going to break yeah. your heart. They're probably going to break your heart. Another 18, uh, you know, a party of all 18-year-olds, and you're going to feel weird and young. Yeah. All that. All that. Pressure. But so it goes. I mean, it's kind of like how you learn, too. I mean, that's how all of I us I looked out. My daughter's prom. Guys. My daughter's senior year was online, so no prom. Oh, didn't move. Thanks, Kobe. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, man, having a daughter is, is uh, I worry more about, my, my son, it's like, you know, you'll deal with it. Just I really, I know it really is that way. But also what you'll see is, as your uh, daughter gets older too, and I don't, I don't know if I described this well, but I said it a few times, she's already done things that I'm like, <sighs> she's got tattoos, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I think the way she wears her makeup is ridiculous to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She doesn't dress like slutty or anything, but like she's, What's her style? Is it like God? It's almost like, yeah, kind of like new metal-y yeah. like kind of thing she's got into. That's cool. Like, That's better yeah. than slutty. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. But, um, but, she, but she's, you know, she's 20 also and yeah. I'm sure wants to be sexy in her way or sure. however like young she seems to me. But like, um, yeah, it was like dating, like she's told me nothing about it at all. No. And, and, and Do you want to know she, though? No. I have I trouble with it, dude. I don't. Because my my, my I, 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 I love. Right I know. She, my, what I love about her, she'll tell me she's going to an underground party that breaks up when cops show up, and then if I go, can you call me when you get home, please, or let me know if you need an Uber from there or something. Yeah. She'll go, yeah. And she's like, if it's four in the morning, she calls and says like, hey, I'm home. Yeah, that's, good. That, that's like I, I need what that. Yeah. Ask for you. Yeah, like that's. But how, that's I'm saying. What I, that's I lost my train of thought. As they do whatever these things are. You'll get over them, fucking, trying drugs, drinking, Ugh. all those things. Because what it is like when the next day, it, it, when you realize it, like, oh, they're still the same person. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like it's yeah. like it's not a different person because this thing yeah. happened. Like, and that's what it is. So it's like I know her, so she did this thing, but like I don't think this thing no. is like. You know, I just don't want to hear about the, it. Like course, my my, yeah. my ex gave my daughter the talk, you know, about because she's well, birds and she's, bees. Yeah, because she's with this guy now. He's fifteen. And they spend time together. You have to have that talk, right? I can't be involved in that shit. I, I, I'm, I can't be involved. It's my daughter. So I just, my buddy was walking by his 14-year-old daughter's room. He told me, he goes, he's walking by his 14-year-old daughter's room. Oh, and his dude. daughter, he hears his daughter go, I gave him a blowjob. But we didn't oh, fuck. He goes, I gave him a blowjob. But, that was, but we didn't have, we didn't do anything else. I'll kick the door open like, like the Kool-Aid man. Be like, slut. <laughs> yeah, he just said, he said, I felt like somebody had stuck something like a spike in my back. I went ah, like my back ah, like when you you know when the, in the Super Bowl when the, when they pour the, the, the Gatorade <laughs> on the show, <laughs> ah ah, like he just went fuck and he stopped like that. And he goes and he just went and his arms died. He just went oh, he just, I would I he would. Just had to walk away. He's like that's life. That's oh, uh, what I am I gonna do? Well, that's like Rogan. It's different, right? Like fuck. Rogan's bit on uh, probably two or three special ago. He goes. I think he was talking about Harvey Weinstein stuff. He goes, like, if I had a son and, you know, and he came, or if I had a daughter and she's like, yeah, Harvey Weinstein wanted to put me in Batman, but I had to, you know, fuck him. He'd be like, I'd fucking kill him. If my son was like, hey, dad, Harvey Weinstein stuff, I'd fuck him and be Batman. But like, holy shit, you're going to be Batman. <laughs> Harvey, Harvey was a woman. If yeah. it's Harvey, like, holy shit, you're going to be Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Probably if it was Harvey. Yeah. Yeah, just do a little gay yeah, shit, you're Batman. Dude. I mean, Get in yeah. there. By the way, if you're if you got a son, yeah. like my daughter, raising a daughter, I can't. They got they got to a point about eleven where I couldn't, I couldn't really discipline her. Like I'm, I certainly can't hit her. I certainly can't do much. She was there was an emotional, um, there was an emotional space I had to negotiate. My son, he's eleven. I can threaten that fucker. Sure, you know what right, I mean. So like I he's can a beat boy. The shit out. Yeah. It's like you're a boy, so I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into an emotional. You guys thing are trained. You, you can do this, internal damages. Do yeah, yeah, fuck exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a fucking. What do you like? Hey, dude, I'm the real world. Get the fuck over Who, there. Who's the disciplined one in, in the family? Do like do you? Are you the strict dad? Oh, it had like to be me. More, well, it's funny now, probably more the fun because now she's like 20. 
She's I'm, like, a, I'm, like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, hey, let's go see the Deftones tonight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and go to concerts. Yeah. And well, how did you discipline? Did you have to discipline her, or was it your, was it your, her mom's? Yeah, job? Well, it's fucking no. Her mom. Are you still I, with that, the that mom for no. answer? Oh yeah. The worst was uh, I hated that because. When I was on the road, I know she was supposed to be a part of disciplining too, but on the road, you guys know when that phone call, I mean, every weekend I felt Damn. like it was like, tell your daughter that she has to buy it. I'm like, yo, I would never do this to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, when I have her, if she does something wrong, like I just deal with Handle it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so uh, I think she wanted me to be the more, but I don't know, it didn't like uh, cause any like major issues with me having to be like the, you know, the you're punished one. The you guys got along like very that. well always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, uh, yeah, me and her have always yeah. Got Did she have any boyfriends buddy. that you didn't approve of? No boyfriends, as far as I know. I keep uh, and her mom both keep thinking that there's an outside shot. This kid's a lesbian. <laughs> she hangs out with her friends, very close with her friends, to that kind of thing. Like, you know, her roommate is outside like coming shot. If, if she comes for outside dinner. Shot. She comes for dinner. The roommate comes for dinner too. <laughs> yeah. But then they stay at another friend's house out there, which was uh, and if it was the last friend I met. All right, Isabella. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I said to her mom, her mom goes, I, goes, I think sometimes she's dating that girl. I go, nice. <laughs> Decent. Hell yeah, kid. Nice. Good for her. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, get him, kid. Get but uh, I don't know. I, I know she just keeps it from me because like. Your dad. Your dad she's also man. just been like in, in such like, a, a major part of like comedy growing up and she's been really good with that well we found out you know i mean like, like me telling her like i mean the stuff i did on netflix it's like i had to call her and be like i'm so sorry yeah, you're but i really want to say this yeah and she's like no oh, i get it it's fine yeah, you're, cool. your material what he you and think? i found out recently that somebody we know was uh banging guys <laughs> <laughs> and it was the last thing we expected i just found out that he was out there trolling and bang banging girls but banging guys and said uh but it, we, I, and it's, we almost had like a coming out of it. Like, no, by the way, no, 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 no. That'd, nope. be, that'd still be a found secret. out. Yeah, yeah he got oh. it. very found surprising. Out. We're like, wow, it's uh, all right. But when you think about it, it's not that surprising. Not a surprise. Like when you not just go back through the memories, you're like, oh, yeah. A lot yeah. of it is very strange. Yeah. That's how I felt about. Uh, that was hilarious. Like Paul Mooney, I think it was. Yeah, it was, was gay. gay. He was gay. But that was one of the funniest. Like, I remember standing outside of Caroline's when I heard that situation. Oh, I know what it was. I. I had to cover for him for a long time on stage because I think when on the show started, he was in the air still on an airplane. Oh, my God. And they called me at home. Oh and they were like, we're running out of community. Can you come over oh to Caroline's no. and like do some time? So I did some time. And after the show and before he went on, they were like, hey, this is Jay. He just did a bunch of time. I wasn't asking for anything from it. I was like, hey, Paul Mooney. And he was like, he was just kind of shitty to me. Yeah, he kind of closed the door of the green room. And I went upstairs and someone goes like, ah, he's just like a bitchy gay guy. I go, what do you mean? They go, yeah, Paul Mooney's like, yeah, you didn't know he's gay. I go, Paul Mooney's gay. <laughs> like, I look out of the corner of my eye, it's like his headshot. He's got like circle sunglasses and a hat that's tied under his chin. I go, oh, oh man, am I an idiot? <laughs> Paul Mooney. <laughs> like, see, he goes, oh. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he um, Paul Mooney, uh, Jamie Masada told me an interesting story. So, Paul Mooney, when he was making it and famous, he bought a Rolls Royce. Uh, may, might have been a Mercedes, something very expensive car. And uh, Jamie got in the car with him. He said, I got to go to the certain area, but you got to come with me because otherwise, you know, uh, I'm going to get stopped. And Jamie was like, what are you talking about? It's the 70s. Jamie said that they got, they, they, they had to go, I think, through Beverly Hills. Jamie said they got stopped like four times because he was a black man 
um, driving Rolls Royce. Rolls Royce. And they had to get out on the curb, sit on the curb, go through all the shit. And Jamie was right there. Jamie was like, that, that's kind of, a, so he, Paul came up in an actually very racist world. Oh, sure. You know? And so for him, it was like, What's this have to do with him being gay, dude? Well, just being bitchy, I think. He just, especially to people. Nah, it's all the gay part. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice big gay for and, covering for his yeah, ass. He had to be closeted, too, in the gay community, and the black community, too. You could be gay goes, yeah. and make money. Thanks for going on stage, you white motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yelling at me, like, you blew my granddaddy down the street with a fire hose. Like, I didn't. I, did. I feel you like I'm getting his anger. Daddy down the street. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting. I that was, like I'm and now his new special, "You Blew My Granddaddy Dude, Down the Street." That was one of the funniest things ever. I'll always say on Legion of Skanks, like the the epitome of what the show is. Like, can you make the funny out of the awful? Yeah. Without having to go, this is awful, and this, you know, it was a uh, the video of black people getting blown down the street with fire hoses, and then we go, but put the song "Wipeout" over it. <laughs> And I'm telling you, Dude. it's a different video. <laughs> it's a different video. <laughs> it looks like everyone's having a blast. Look at like people want to run into it and go like me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of our show forever. Uh, this has been our last show. Thanks so much. And, uh, we can all acknowledge <laughs> black people being blown down the street with fire hoses is a horrible time that thank God is gone. Thank God. What a horrible thing. Is there a butt there? But what? the video of it with the th one song Wipeout playing over it. It's a good home game. <laughs> Once again, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. <laughs> That's the end of our career. We'll be leaving and you won't find us anywhere. Holocaust, we'll West uh, Holocaust body dumps with closing time by semi-sonic. <laughs> no, that, that's, we didn't do that one. <laughs> <laughs> but you that's know what <laughs> you don't have to go home but you can't <laughs> stay here <laughs> i know <laughs> great fucking dude who, who started uh legion of skanks uh, give me the origin story of legion of skanks it was sort of when podcasts were just start, you know like uh i think wtf was like popping at that point corolla they said all what year time. is this 2011 2011 and we uh i keep and lewis and dave were just my but it's so funny we've been talking on the podcast lately about this the perspective differences of people and friendships it always looked to everybody like i was i was always kind of like hanging out with the comics who were like above me wise i was brought in by keith robinson to be around and i was around patrice and, yeah. and keith robinson and uh and colin quinn and all those guys every night you know Legends, amazing yeah. comics bobby kelly uh, around that but they weren't like my day-to-day friends. They were older than me. They were doing some, so my friends were my friends. I had my contemporaries, and then also just some people, comics who were younger than me. But I, they, they just made me laugh. They were people I got along with, and Lewis and Dave were two of those people. And as our friendship went on, though, it was so funny to hear them recount the stories. And they go, "Yeah, when when you were broke and." Uh, you know, but we thought you were like, you know, because you were working the clubs, we thought you were money, and you were running a, a karaoke night at the, the old, what's now the Village Underground. They go, you're running a karaoke night to make the $200 a night you needed doing it. And he goes, we would just sit there at your feet at the DJ booth and like stare up at our more successful friend Jay doing a shitty job. <laughs> and he's like, we were like bitches. And I was like, oh, like I just looked at it as like my buddies were coming to keep me company at this job. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, we have some free drinks, everyone yeah. hangs out and parties. But I get it also because they were. They'd walk around because the comics would know me at the Comedy Cell and knew them as like my guys. Yeah. yeah. And then they start 
you know, people are shitty. So I start going like, where's your bitches? And shit like that. You're <laughs> no. like, hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. Easy, man. <laughs> but so that wasn't the case. They were just the guys that like on a day-to-day basis, like we could just hang and laugh. Delia you know? used to have with his friends. Delia would see people there and he'd go, He'd have his, his group of his, min, his, his minions. And he'd go like this. He'd go, hey, um, three guys who could be in any movie in the background. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, D- Dave, he's, he's just, I, I was DM him. At probably his first appearance on Rogue. I'm like, you're fucking smart, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, really yeah. But it was funny, but it's, but it's great to, to see where everyone's at, too. Like, They're Dave was great. essentially a like guy on the couch at my house, which I love. It was like me and Dave just hung out every day and smoked pot. We would not smoke pot for a couple hours when we got my daughter from school. Like, a Probably people thought we were a gay couple picking her up. <laughs> yeah. Then we go back and play video games with my daughter and do whatever she do her homework. See, he got really into politics. He's running for office, isn't he? No. Oh, but not. thank God. Okay. It would have ruined all Where'd of us. Where'd you hear that? I heard, I heard he was like thinking was about thinking it. thinking about it, for smart sure. Guy. Was he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's wicked really smart. smart. Yeah, I like He's it. insanely smart. I like when sure. he breaks it down. Because like if I was into it, I would break it down like he does. It yeah. like makes sense to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Like when sure. Jordan Peterson talks or some of these other political guys, you're like, fuck's sakes. No, but Dave Dave's breaks it down for phenomenal, like and he's found that lane, which is amazing form, and he's so great at it. But the, it was when all those podcasts were just starting. I was like, well, I guess I don't know, because again, I was kind of fledged. I did like a half hour special, and I did the JFLs and all that stuff. Nothing was really kind of popping, so I was like, I guess I'll start a podcast like everybody. And the, the first episode we ever have is kind of a fun one because it's essentially going to be like my podcast and like my boys will be on it with me and, and it's kind of starting to think of a name the first episode I was just trying to think of a name for it and everything and and going through that but it was really good that, that was going to be the energy it was going to be is like it you lewis and me, dave it's me lewis and dave yeah from the beginning and then it just so quickly became it's a three-person dynamic yeah it's not yeah. like it and my great. name and also they realized quickly my name doesn't really do anything for it at that time anyway yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean it's again it's like the looking up to the person well, chemistry man you guys have it's, good chemistry but it's also like knowing like the like like again the perspective the perspective of level versus the level you're actually yeah at. yeah because again I remember when I was just doing open mics in Philadelphia at the Black Comedy Club Eddie Ift came in and did a uh, a weekend there I think he was featuring for somebody but I was talking to a white guy who was a New York comic in this uh, Black Comedy Club that I started at and uh, he was and I'm asking about New York and I mean the things he's saying are like the most rudimentary level of things you hope to get going in New York. <laughs> But he was telling me, I was like, what? He was like, yeah, you pop over to like Dangerfields for like, that's like a half hour spot they give you. And that's like 25 bucks. And then uh, you go over to the, this club, and go, that's 30 bucks. You get to do 15 minutes over there. Swing it on down to the comedy cellar after midnight. And then you go on, and it's called a food spot where like uh, if you go on, uh, after some time, uh, whatever you want to eat on the house from the club. And I was like, wow. You're living it. Gotcha, I'm like, dude. even your meal every night. Your meal, you, you're funny for your meals. It's so <laughs> romantic and awesome. I thought it was so. And then you realize it's like, when I was doing food spots, I was like, why didn't I just give me the thirty bucks? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to eat Middle Eastern food at hundred percent of the time. I like the falafel right next door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? Give me ten less dollars, and I'm allowed to have in food. That's what I love about New York, though, man. You can do a lot of spots in in within a cab ride. You know, you can do five spots. Oh no, spots. It's, it's great. It's once Caroline's, you're Caroline's closed. Done. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely done. That was yeah. such yeah. an institution. Caroline's is gone. Yeah. What so else I, is I, gone? I popped on stage with a tell like one of his last nights. I did Sony Hall uh, last time I was there two weeks ago. Do you, have you ever done Sony Hall? It's like, no. It's new. It's a theater, but it's a great theater, man. Did, yeah. Didn't it, didn't the tell close out Caroline's or was it? Wow. Uh, he did the last headliner the last and then there was a spot. New Year's Eve who show. Owns, who owns Caroline's? It was Caroline is, Hirsch. I is, the Red is, Robin. Is, is stand, stand up, really? No, I'm just kidding. Is stand up New York still around? 
Stan New York's still running. I went up there for the first time in years the other day. Is Kerry Hoffman nice. still running it? No, no, he sold it to two uh, Jewish brothers. What uh, about what about uh, Gotham? And then Gotham's not a headliner club anymore. It's spots. comic strip. You still do Is the comic strip? Spots? Yeah. No, I'm I'm not allowed in the comic strip. Why? Why? I started. They, they, me too. Damn. It was actually where I met my ex-wife. It's the reason my wow. daughter's alive. Our wow. baby shower was there. Yeah, yeah, that was where I started. It started to become like they just. You know, when Lucian, the old, old booker, died, died yeah. it was kept alive with, like, good comics still kind of coming through, but it became, for a club that was just great, because it was low turnover with the uh, with the staff. The staff was like a family. It was one of those clubs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it started to become a money thing. And then they stopped getting rid of Did like, you know Lucian? Yeah. Yeah, Lucian, I knew Lucian me. real well. He got me. He was the one who would put me up at 840 spot every night Yeah. on a Monday. He'd be like, you open it, Brian. You've got, oh, you've got a lot of energy. You're very talented, but you need to really cut your teeth on you know, you talk <laughs> this way. He was such an interesting. I was with him the week before he died. He had scleroderma. And so they just. Fingers were falling off. And so yeah, they don't let you sucked. in just because. Well, no. So it was kind of going the shit for years, it seemed. So like we, like I just kind of wasn't working there. I just, I just didn't need to anymore for yeah, like the money so much. And I was like, yeah. you know, once in a while. But I would do it once in a while. I'd be like, I'd pick two clubs and I'd go back and forth. For the night and on this night i was uh i went up to the to the second of three shows at the strip that night you see what i mean and, uh, you, say you could do you do the first show then you do the second show yeah. the third show yeah, so, you, yeah, you just yeah. so i'm going i go up there and i'm like uh watching before i go william stevenson the late william stevenson who passed away a couple years ago now was up there he looks like uh, he, he looks like cleveland Wait, like, bring, he looks like the, from the Cleveland show, Cleveland. Like it's William, what he looks like. William, the, uh, the black guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he died. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, when did so he, he die? I love him. A couple years back Damn. now, but William was like just like a a, a house host. Like he was just like a guy. Yeah, man. I love I loved William. And he's just like an old chubby man. Yeah. Damn. And so he was people. on stage, and he would go up there, and he would fight with us. Now this audience, like they've started relying on like the people in Times Square. They're like, you want to see comedy? This club, that club, cocaine, marijuana, like just those people are selling tickets uh, so yeah. it's it became like a a, a, a puerto rican uh family reunion at everything it was like groups of 30 yeah bad room that don't want to yeah, yeah like listen to uh i would just be yeah. combative and william stevens is just an older guy who didn't give a shit and he'd be yeah. like shut up cunt or whatever <laughs> he's funny william was the great. first thing they're they're going at him and like it was just i went on stage and they were still like the whole set was like having to like navigate them, you know what I mean? Like talk to them and stuff. When I got off, I remember saying to my girlfriend, I was like, I think you just may have seen the second to last spot I do at the comic strip. And then she was like, really? I was like, yeah, that's just not fun. Like it's just weird. Yeah, and when I went up for that last spot afterwards, I get in there, William Stevenson's on stage, yelling at somebody for putting their feet on the stage and Jesus calling some Christ. lady a cunt. And her 30 year old boyfriend or whatever jumps up on stage and gets like in william's face and i was like uh i, I was like i was like oh boy I, I wasn't didn't think he was gonna hit him for i was like this place notoriously had security always you know what i mean yeah oh man like this is gonna be there's no security doing nothing there's no one there to help the situation so i go on stage and just get the guy off stage and kind of like push him off and like you know he's like see outside type shit or whatever so we and calm down and william uh after that night, I was like, Jesus Christ, that's, that's a crazy, crazy that that went down there. The next day on Facebook, I think it was, William wrote, they fired me at the comic strip for the rest of, from, like, you know, for working there for a while or the rest of the weekend at least. And he was like, oh, I'm not telling anybody what to do, but that 
club sucks and that's a shitty thing to do or whatever. But um, so I just wrote back to him on the Facebook. I go, yeah, I go, I'm not even putting it in there anymore, dude. That's become chaos over there. And then um, the owner who's passed away now too, Richie Tinkin, and I think it was his wacky wife. He's like married like an old wa a waitress who used to work there years yeah. ago. And I think she was fucking somebody else who works there Jesus on some Christ. sort of an agreement. The whole thing is a wacky situation. Yeah. And he was just this old decrepit guy. And um, when I put that thing up there, they started going on this social media tirade against me and like putting this crazy shit what? up on like, it was on Twitter. It was like, uh, you defended somebody who called a woman a cunt and that's a word and blah. It's, it's this crazy Jesus long thing. Going on. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. And then he, he wrote at one point, they were so easy to write back to because he was like, Eddie Murphy, Ray Romano, Chris Rock. I forget the fourth person. He names four people. He goes, Jerry Seinfeld. These people have never, ever had to use the word cunt in their life on or off stage. And I'm like, that's a crazy statement to make. <laughs> that's a crazy statement. Like, oh, first of all, it's definitely not true. Definitely you could have true. picked a better four people if you wanted to try that one. You <laughs> know what I mean? Um, Good burn. Good burn. Yeah, he writes that. And then... uh so when he kept like going on this like kind of slam campaign of me, uh, he removed it all because I put up a thing that I always found funny about the comic strip was that Richie Tinkham was also Eddie Murphy's manager for a long time, in his early years particularly. And they have two plaques on the wall of gold albums. It's Comedian and whatever the one after that was. And both of them have tracks that say, one says faggots, <laughs> and the other album has one that says faggots, parentheses, revisited. <laughs> and I just wrote that. I, I, go, I go, do you worry about taking those down ever, or are you only worried about like upsetting cunts or whatever? Good, you know, good and then, and then they, they took all their stuff down, but it was definitely like, yeah, you're not welcome in here anymore. Yeah. Like, good riddance. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. It's like, I don't know yeah. what to do. When I walked like by it, and it was because it was my home club. And after you know, ten years later, fifteen years later, I walked by it. It was just depressing. Nothing. It, 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 it looks calcified. The greatest, one of the greatest, like plateaus to hit or just levels rather in comedy, I think, is not the the local comedy club politics meaning nothing to That's you. Right. That's yes. such a liberating right. thing, yes. because when it means everything to you, a lot of them sort of abuse it. It'll and treat it like phone. shit, but also just like yeah. they know they I can treat that. they know they can that. treat you shit. I never got involved in that. I think part of it was I. Oh, always... I have. I've been called by clubs that are you know wow. when you make thirty dollars a show from each of these clubs, it's and, tough, and one's man. telling you yeah. you can't work that other one if you're gonna yep. you're like God. come on, man. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not fuck, it's yeah. not my audience who's showing up. But we're just doing showcases. Does Al? What's his name? I don't know. If he's still Martin. Alive. Yeah, does he still own New York Comedy Club? He might. Own, I think he might own Broadway Comedy Club, the one still up in the Middletown. But New York well, Comedy for the Club. The rest of the podcast, but I just kept naming. Yeah, you know, old know, New York. Do you know Michael? <laughs> but he does. No, but I will say the uh, this guy Emilio who manages Chris Stefano and stuff. Emilio uh, bought the New York Comedy Club oh. location. Oh, sick! And he's franchised him around. He's done a pretty good job. Oh, okay, he's yeah, killing it for Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did Nyack. Yeah, improv. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I'm doing like in a few weeks. I like the staff. I like I like the staff. Yeah, we're gonna see how that goes. That's one of those weird like yeah theater clubs. Yeah, it's a weird market. And you're like, ah oh, man, yeah. it's sort of near New York. Yeah, but it's mall people. <laughs> we'll it's see. Sort of it's near. depressing. Depending sometimes. on traffic. All right, Jim, what do you got? All right, first one is this video I just saw. 
Yeah, this is in California. Oh, is there chats? Dude, this is you guys so performed crazy. near Chatsworth before, right? What'd you say? You guys yeah. were performed by Chatsworth? No, Chatsworth is where all the uh, porn shot keep going. No, okay, not, I thought you guys anymore. had a club not there anymore. or something. Not anymore. No, not Chatsworth. No. Used to be. So this basically, a, 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 school a pickup truck's tire came off, one of the lugs was messed up, and then it went in front of a Kia, Watch and I'll just shit. play this, this for you. Crazy. Dude, I was driving the highway today thinking about this. I, I was it's so just stressed out. It's just a tire that came off. I was so stressed out. This is so fucking Oh man! Oh man! Justine Bateman's That's got an old face. <laughs> He's just looking oh. at this right now. Oh, Jay, please, oh. Jay, please focus on the shit. Jay, oh, my. Oh, I know where that Keaton, is. Man. I know exactly where that is. DeSoto Avenue. I've, I've been on that fucking. It's Mallory Keaton. Oh my god! I look. I, Dude, I go Jay, you, DeSoto Jay, every day. Jay, please. If you could just focus on the accident. She almost married Nick, the artist guy. <laughs> Jay, please, if you could just... Oh, there was an accident. The car flipped over. The 118? Jay. Yes. It flew in the air. That Damn is... It. That's why you wear your seatbelt. Terrifying. Belt. Yeah, but the, the person's fine. If you have a seatbelt, you're kind of fucked, I think. It depends <laughs> on the car, too. And someone could hit you after you... There's so many things that could have went wrong, but they're fine. Minor injuries, apparently. Jesus. I mean, it literally injuries. blew yeah. up. That's what... That's what if there are a flip like that? You. Yep. Bring it again. Let's see it again. But let's take oh, the clip, I guess, just launched. <laughs> oh, okay. Just um, I do remember her when she was so beautiful. Well, she's well, when you say, Whoa. is there beauty in aging, aren't you really saying, do you think it's possible for other people to find aging beautiful? Yes. <laughs> Next. Yeah, what else you got? Yeah, absolutely. Next video, please. Uh, absolutely. Well, what else you got, Jen? <laughs> well, she, she's in a town where everybody doesn't let that happen. She's in a town where. But she was also known for her beauty. Like, everyone yeah, had a crush yeah, on her back in those she, days. She, she she's also that, 50. She's she 60 moved years that old. Bridget, she moves to West Virginia. Wherever Bridget Fonda lives. <laughs> yeah. no, wherever that documentary is. <laughs> she, yeah, yeah. See how oh, she's the wild and wonderful wife? She's fucking 10 there. She's a year older than I am, so that's what happened. Happens. That's why it, we have technology that pulls your face back. And she says she thinks about it, but she won't. <laughs> uh, there's a really quick props to Brennan. I can't believe this happened. It was super cool. He actually bought his mother-in-law a freaking house. This is wow. Uh, yeah. Look at this. Not too many people know this, but for the last five years, your boy has been saving every single dime from all my touring on the road for one reason, one reason only. It's a big goal for anybody. Whatever you're doing, whether you're in entertainment, podcasting, YouTuber, regular gig, whatever it is, your goal always is to buy your parents a house. My kids are going crazy right now. My kids are going absolutely crazy. The goal is always to buy your parents a house. Well, today, all that hard work, all those tour dates, all that stuff, it's come to fruition. I'm buying my mother-in-law a house. She's the best grandma in the world. She has no idea this is happening. She's gonna pull up the house. I'm gonna give her the keys. So this is so cool, dude. Fans out there for making this possible, buying every single ticket to all those crazy cities I was in. To the haters too. You motivate me more than you know. How'd you get drive? Who your your wife? Your wife drove her up. Uh, my father-in-law. Okay. He knew. He knew. He went through the process with me. This is so cool. She had no idea. I was, I was just saying, like, if, okay, what if she doesn't like which, the house? I was nervous. I mean, that's, yes. Yeah, yeah it's a fucking house. <laughs> Does she know? Does she know what's going on? She has no clue. Yeah, she's like, I like the refrigerator door on the left. <laughs> but it's great. Well, it's a little small. I always forget that she's a good looking woman. Yeah, she's uh -huh. a dumb. This is your house. She's a thick girl, sure enough. Yeah. That's why you guys have to Mm -hmm. I love you so much. You don't have to. Mm -hmm. 
That's so cool, dude. That's what you get for being the best grandma. The key bothered me. It was like old. Yeah. Meet out. Skeleton key. <laughs> My son's that's pretty cool, fine. dude. Yeah. Yeah, so that's super yeah. dope. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't get anything. <laughs> no, there's a guest room for you, man. Keep going. You can stay in the guest room. Did you ever see a. <clears throat> I thought it was funny. I don't know if it was supposed to be. It was like a comedian, DC Young Fly. Bought his mom a house, but he got her like, you know, like a row house in a place. <laughs> it was like four burners. Uh, like, it was like, so, like on a basic level. I mean, it's awesome. Listen, you and buy somebody a fucking no, house. house it's amazing. Cool, yeah. And it's just funny. Usually, when that video comes out, it's about like a pretty decked out yeah, place. You know, I mean, place. it's like LeBron James buying his mom a fur car or something. Yeah. It's never like. Well, that's like the rock. Like goes, car. Yeah, I guess he goes, Yo, I just got you a Buick Enclave. Yeah. <laughs> that's rarely on video. Yeah, well, that's, that's well, that like, was like the rock when he was like. <laughs> He, the video starts kind of like mine, to be honest, and he's all, you know, my my body double, my stunt worker. He's been with me for oh, ten years. So he's broken ribs. He broke his back. He's broke both legs. And today, I give him a Ford F one fifty. Sponsored by them. You know, aren't you sponsored by them? <laughs> well, just this basic. He, he, he buys his sixteen year old son a Maybach. That shit made me feel bad about. It. I was just like, oh god. I got you and a two-year subscription he, to all things comedy. Yeah, and then <laughs> thank for Jennifer you for Lopez. always being you. <laughs> for Jennifer Lopez's birthday, he released like a thousand doves. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. Is that? That's not about you at all, is it? Yeah. That's where social media fucks you up because you're, you know, you're seeing what people do. I mean, you know. remember, remember that show on MTV, uh, My Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. It was like so outlandish, oh, yeah. like so ridiculous. Well, it's funny when you saw when they started doing the celebrity kids because you're like, wow. Apple Farce Fall from the Tree. It was like, isn't it CeeLo? Like CeeLo's oh, daughter. Oh, yeah, her daughter. Yeah, CeeLo's like, him with a wig yeah, on. like coming in like with a, like wearing a dashiki. <laughs> yeah. we're like, why isn't Hologram Outcast coming to my party? Those <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> kids were the, the worst. Dashiki. Yeah, well, I, I have a whole bit about how the rich and famous should probably not have kids because it just ends up being a disaster. Oh, they're like, Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard to. Well, it's the thing is like you do want your kids to like have everything better. But you also want like, to struggle. If they don't have anything to struggle for, I'm watching that. That is well. a fine, interesting thing with my daughter right now. Like, it, it's, I get it. She's 20 and she's like, you know, kind of wants to dick around, whatever. But like, she ain't no rush. Do you know what I mean? She's not worried. I, she's not like an idiot. So it's yeah. like, she knows she'll like, get it. But she wasn't yeah. like you But were she at didn't 20. feel like, yeah, I did say, I was like, when I was 19, like, I knew I wanted to do this for sure. Like, comedy. Yeah. You want to get out of the house. Like, I wanted my independence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was she's looking like, I'm to chill. Like, yeah, well, yeah. she's out of the house. Like, she's yeah. got her own place. But, yeah, it's like, just different. Yeah. 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 But she's like, yeah, she's not in any kind of major rush to, like, figure out tomorrow's thing. But, I mean, you've been yeah. doing comedy for a hot second. When she, when she was younger, like, really in the, like, you know, I'd say they probably remember, what, between, like, 10 and 14? Mm -hmm. Were you at the level you're at now where, like, everything's all good? Like, no. your big J's selling out? No, no, no. She did. It's funny. Like, she's adapted to it well. Like, she definitely... No, yeah, she remembers like our broke years for sure. Yeah, she was definitely there for the broke. That's years. important. But what's funny is how fast she's taken to not broke years. <laughs> like <laughs> she would be, it. she'd be weirded out if I was like, <laughs> I just got some last minute nosebleeds for this game. She'd be like, <laughs> All right. Yeah, my kids. I knew my kids. My kids. Uh, my son. I was like, What do you want for your birthday? And he didn't have anything he wanted. And I was like. Eh, I gotta, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. I, I, yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, I got a list. I got a fucking list, dude. I got to do something bad to you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to send you away or something. I don't know. What else you got, Jim? All right, so Jimmy Garoppolo recently signed with the Raiders. And then the thing on the headlines is... Bringing that sexy to Las Vegas. Yep. Yeah, so there's a brothel in Las Vegas where 
it said the brothel's saying he can get free sex for life, but there's basically these two girls from this brothel that are saying he can get free sex for life. It's a chicken ranch well, in Las Vegas. That's one of them. Does he have to tip though? Okay. Oh. Uh, Her name's Caitlin Bell. Okay. And there's the other one. Oh. Oh. Well. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> Alice Little. But uh, yeah, Caitlin Bell is pretty smoking hot. Wait, which yeah. one's that? That's Caitlin Bell, the the first one that, that was we saw. the first oh. one up there. Yeah, but that's like that's there's peak a everything little. That one. I bet this one's more Pixie, fun. Pixie, yeah, Pixie, <laughs> Pixie. Uh, she shits with the door open. Yes. This one, thirty percent chance guy. <laughs> she does have a bit of a masculine. Yeah. They have a strong face. Thirty percent. Strong face. Look at me, dentist. Yeah. Strong bones. Yeah, well, I mean, bones. you go home still with her, but like the whole time you're going like, please don't have a cough boy here. <laughs> the temperature is a little different. <laughs> Yep. 30% yep. It's not hard, and I don't know why. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo's probably like, all right. Guess yeah. like, well, you were staying that uh, porn star. Oh, uh, this is just uh, maybe like, what, six, seven days ago? Yeah. So 6 9 at a gym, got beat up. So, you yeah. know, he snitched, right, John? Yeah. So the gangster's been looking for him. Apparently, he works out, out the, at this Planet Fitness. Every day for 20 minutes, he does the Stairmaster, which is why he's skinny fat, right? Yeah. So every he does that every day. So they found out his routine. Here's the worst <laughs> part about all this. His shorts. That sucks. We <laughs> ready for this, dude. He got stomped out by guys wearing Crocs. It could have been way worse. Oh my god! I didn't even realize they were in Crocs. Yeah. Is it also just white guys? No, I thought it was white guys. Too. I couldn't tell. Like was, uh, I don't think they're white. Are they? I mean, I thought maybe this guy Latino was white. of some sort. Those are Crocs. <laughs> Know, he's dressed like a young Sarah Silverman. He's wearing like, he's wearing like pantyhose under shorts. So they just jumped him in the in in the uh, in the bathroom. I did. <laughs> had no security. Cam with cameras running though. I did such a great thing with Takashi Six Nine on like not you know I knew like the like who he was visually. Ultimately, my daughter like liked his music at one point, and then she didn't because whatever the the snitching thing happened, and then they made. Uh, that Hulu series documentary, three parts. And I watched the first two. It's and while great. I don't love the music, there's some that I thought was like pretty cool. Me like too. what That's it is, the way like, like the way he like his screams up. and shit. Yeah. yeah. I liked uh and I also dug his thing. I liked that he was like it shows he was like a kid. The guy who worked at the bodega on his corner was like uh oh Danny, man, he used to come in all the time. He had this like weird art artistic ideas for clothes. He would always he tell people to, he's gonna be a superstar. But he made clothing and did all yeah. kinds of things, and he would make videos for his stuff. He was just finding his way, and I appreciate this guy as an artist. His hustle. And then it shows him kind of like come up in the second episode, and I went on Legion of Skanks that night, and I was like, yo, I was like, we, I was like, we should get Takashi 69 for a skank fest. I go, that guy's the energy for sure of skank fest. <laughs> Wild. It's like uninhibited. He goes for it, but it's like cool, and his thing's like artistic, and he's also like people come at him. And blah blah, and then it's. <laughs> oh, I'm like, we should definitely get this guy. Guys, Takai Six Nine is all right with me. And I went home at night and I watched part three, and it was like he fucked a 13 year old. Yeah, to he person. tied his girlfriend to a radiator and beat the shit out of her. Like, oh god, <laughs> I have to wait six days till I get back on Legion of Skanks. Everyone, I may, I may have spoke a little out of school on. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, that that man jumped out. I didn't watch guy. part three. <laughs> yeah. I didn't finish the series. It's a great series. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a I, I, I ended up rooting for him too. I was like, this kid's dope, man. Dude, I did that with. Uh, I may have told you this before, Brian. Uh, I read Artie Lang's last book, The Crash and Burn. After he, I, I was working with Artie a, 
on a decent amount of gigs, he was taking me out with him. I felt this very big kinship to him for some reason love, love from his him, books. Love him, love him. And I just, I think that's what he does to people. He makes you feel that way, you know? And I, uh, and I, made, like, into a few months of, like, kind of doing some, some dates with him is when he stabs himself. <laughs> and I was like, and it shook me up. And then he came back and he was sort of back around and, like, you know, uh, yeah. I bullshit with him, but we never talked about this. Yeah. Just, you know, you okay and everything? He'd say, yeah. And then I, the book came out and I read the book. And one day when taking a, a shit, I just got to like the last like two pages. But I was done. Whatever happened, I had to go. And I was like, I'll finish them next shit. And I uh, put the book down and I saw Artie that. Now, in that book, early, I'm surprised how early it addresses it. It gets into him. It was like, I was, he describes the whole story. He goes, I was out of my mind on drugs. And I was trying to sleep because I thought like blah blah blah. So I, that's why I drank bleach, and I was and I and I was trying to make myself bleed. I was psychotic. I, I didn't know what I was doing. I was just trying. I, I wasn't trying to kill myself, yeah. which made me feel. The thing I felt when he did that, I was like, damn. I was like working with him a little bit, and like, you know, I've read this guy's books before. Like, I, maybe something I could have done, maybe to like yeah. talk to him or something. I don't know. It sucked. And then I was like, he said he's not trying to kill himself, and I was like. Well, wow, that's actually relieving. So when I saw him, I felt comfortable enough to go, dude, I go, I'm almost finished the book. I got like three pages left. I go, uh, I got to tell you, when I read it, I couldn't have been happier <laughs> to see that like you weren't trying to kill yourself, man, that it was like just like a psychosis because that's that really shook me when you did that. He was like, yeah, he goes, you didn't finish the book yet? I was like, nah, there's a few more pages left. He was like, why'd you stop there? And I was like, well, that's just where I finished taking a shit this morning. He was like, Okay, and his reaction was weird enough that I was like, I should go read those last three pages. <laughs> I mean, right, like the second to last page, he goes, also, I lied earlier in this book. <laughs> On the night of whatever, I was trying to end my life in the most depressing thing. I was like, Mm. Mm. <laughs> I was like, sell. well, who puts a head fake in a book? <laughs> it's the written sell. word. It's not spoken where you change your mind at the end and you go, don't even worry about taking that other chapter out. We have a book quota. We have to hit a, a page quota. I'll just say at the end, he goes, that chapter was bullshit. I was just trying to kill myself. I read the whole thing. I was like, oh, thank God. He was just trying to sleep. By putting his, uh, something his knife nine times. Oh my God! I Fucking was so sleepy. He was, was so sleepy. Got to finish the book. Got to finish the, <laughs> the finish surprise twist ending. I mean, the uh, last page. He was sorry he for lying. What's he up to right now? I don't know. He's cool yeah. to work with. Oh, he was great, and then it was you know here's the thing. It was great, and then uh, first guy I ever went on the road with. I was with him a couple times. We all, me and him, had the same manager at different points. Uh, Ken, Ken Trush. Trush. Yep. Um, Is Ken still in the business? No, I think he's just spending the money he should have just been doing when he was younger. Yeah. Just spending the money he got. Yeah. <laughs> From what, his family? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's a trust fund kid for sure. Yeah. I said Ken Trush was the manager. I'll, I'll, I have no gripe with Ken. I like him fine. It's all water under the bridge. But when I fired him, he told me I was talentless and going nowhere because I fired him. Okay. So that was, he got a little emotional, yeah. I yeah. thought, for what yeah. it was. And uh, you're just like, okay. Click. And I saw him. Uh, so one time we were driving up to Montreal. I think I got new faces. Also gave me terrible advice for new faces. It was like old school advice for something that wasn't happening anymore. Dress this way. Talk about this. They oh, want your sitcom. No. They, that's, that days were over at that that's point. Nice. 
But driving up there, we stopped at the outlets or whatever, and I watched them like impulse buy like a five, six thousand dollar watch, and I was like, okay. Oh. And we're driving up in a very fancy car. That explains also. a lot. Yeah. And when uh, I when they did Chappelle show season one, uh, Kurt Metzger was my roommate, and Neil Brennan sent Kurt Metzger all the scripts, and I like threw some little jokes in to some of the things, or Kurt gave, you know, told him that Jay gave a couple things. They gave me a line in one of the sketches on Chappelle's show season one, before it came out, you know, like before everyone knew how big it was gonna be. And then I got a call the day before filming saying I've done <laughs> I've done BET, BET's Comic View too many times without joining the unions, like the AFTRA and SAG or whatever, and then I'd have to pay to join that before I can go on set tomorrow. And it was $1,200, which might as well have been a bazillion. Day. <laughs> yeah. You might as well still yeah. make a fictitious amount of money. I'm like, <laughs> on me? I'm like, no, I don't have that. And I remember like seeing what I could do or if I could move it or, I or, or make payment. And they also, now this is different too, I believe, but you couldn't make payments. It was yeah. you have to One pay this pay. all yeah, up. Jesus That's right. You did. And I was like, uh, shit. And I remember calling Ken Trush and I was like, hey man, you know, I've watched the guy spend six grand like, yeah, well, help I, me I out, like that dude. watch. Yeah. I go, could you pay this and I'll, to take it out of whatever the next gigs I do or whatever is. And he was like, ah, it's just, <laughs> it's like one line on a late night cable show. I just don't think it's worth it. Let's wait till the gig like kind of pays for itself, you know? And then we'll get you in the SAG after. And I was like, really? Shit. And he was like, yeah. I was like, you sure you can't just like, I'll get it back to you in any way I possibly can. He was like, yeah. <laughs> and then it became it's the Chappelle show. show. It's also and then the, it became it's also the the line where the kid jumps up when he's blind and black. Yeah. And he calls the car full of white kids the <laughs> N word. And he was like, You just call us N words? Oh, I would have been like, awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had a line that. in that and then uh, are you No, I didn't do that. Line. No, I'm saying but so, yeah. could have been. Could have been. been. But then were you also because we were laughing with uh Christ on here so hard. I think my brother told me it's your voice. Yeah, yeah. We're laughing at, you know, when uh, he hits the button at the Holocaust CK thing? And he goes, <laughs> and he and he goes you? Ninja, it's him. <laughs> yeah. I, I found out That's after. I, I was like, thing. me and Bert were laughing because I go, imagine Louis doing that, man. It'd be so funny. Well, like, yeah, record were they that. that? They were in an art museum or something. What was the Yeah, what was funny was Louis just was good to me and he put me on that show every season in some capacity. And the third season was something I didn't want to it was something the joke was like shirt off fat guy underwear and i was like it's not me and uh and i don't think i was i think i was like away also so i was able to use that as an excuse more than yeah. like the uh they didn't want to be a fat naked guy but they wanted to get me something so he was like hey would you want to do this and i was like sure how do i do it he's like just go on your phone voice memos and record just saying it a bunch of different ways and so i don't it's gone. I don't know why it's gone, but on my phone somewhere there was like a yeah, thing. It was like too much. And by the, the way, goes, it's like the, you know, the, <laughs> the all different ways, you know what I mean? So you're like, Did ninja, you also, ninja, <laughs> ninja. It was, like it was such a funny bit. <laughs> funny did you, did you also time. do the scream and the meow and the moo? Uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 none of that. I was just plugged it yeah, in. That was that was I don't know. That was so shockingly funny. It was just Fuck like, oh funny. my God, Louis C.K. But it's hilarious, you know, everyone's worried about getting that Joe Rogan mega mix they make. I'm like, it's in my phone myself. I just recorded my own. Yeah, I'll put it <laughs> My own myself. mega mix of N-words. Yeah. But I, I promise you, it was for a production. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got, Jen? Uh, you want some more? We good? Uh, we've been going a hot second. Huh? We've been going a hot second, yeah. And then, right. uh, Damn, it's 3.50. Oh, shit. It's yep. All right. But uh, Big J's. New special mm -hmm. dropping soon, my new man. New dog, belly special. New dog. 
Dog belly. Dog belly. Boy, you fucked that up. <laughs> yeah. Dog it's on my dog. It's a weird Homeward bound. Yeah. <laughs> Big joke since it's released new dog belly comedy special on YouTube. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I'm excited. Man. April 5th. Well, you've always been one of my favorites. I think. Oh, you're, man. You're we've always such talked a about it. You're one, yeah, of the, you're one of the great comics in so my So fucking opinion. funny. Oh, thank you, I've never man. seen you not be hilarious. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I appreciate that. When I, uh, so when I first went with uh, Trush initially like that was like the so you and Artie Lang were both like clients and I was like hell yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then it turns out he doesn't know anything outside of like he was good for like sketch stuff like acting stuff is what it was I just needed stand up stuff yeah I but not stand -up I was only interested in acting Rogan Rogan would always be back then Rogan was like do stand up do stand up I was like no no I want to be an actor do stand up do stand up yeah. I'd be in acting class we got in fights like About fucking it. at dinner do fucking this acting class. Get the fuck out of here. Start doing stand-up. What's your like, passion more for now? Stand-up, 100%. Stand -up, of course, yeah. <laughs> Don't like acting. Never did like acting. Never been on a set where I didn't want it to be over. How about that? Is that so, true? Yeah, and that's the Can truth. I tell you something? didn't come to that truth until Completely. I get shit a lot of time for that, especially with the agencies and fuck stuff like acting. that, where they're like, I go, dude, I, I was on set on Hustlers. Ugh. I'm the strip club DJ. Ugh. I'm in the movie. Boring. For, I'm in the movie for a cumulative minute. You hear my voice? couple times i even have a thing where i uh, what you call j-lo gives me money yeah uh, I, I watched her do that day i introduced the dance she does yeah. in that movie yeah. where she looks amazing and yeah uh, it's boring uh, you want to set for how party beat three days yeah 14 hours a day uh -huh. yeah and i'm t i reflect on it even as all those when i got to watch like yeah they're like you got to watch j-lo do that dance he goes 45 minutes 45 minutes and then it was like hot outside and too cold in so like yeah. Yeah. i can go to a trailer that's not like it, people go like oh the trailers are great he goes it's not will smith's trailer no, it's no. fucking yeah it's a i started i really just don't like it soda yeah. loves it so yeah. does like it. I, I, not me so, i started so good at shows, starting them i hated it i hate i never liked any of it you're you're waiting all the time i want the me, day to be over me always. and johnny Leg legazama on on uh ride along for i don't know how long maybe i'm whatever out and it was a legit part and, and John was there, and we were sitting there in the trailer. This is Johnny Legs. We're in the trailer, like fucking reading plays, playing, doing whatever we can, it's just sitting around Killing waiting. Time. You just wait. I think all it'd be day different long. if, like, you did a like a comedy buddy movie, with, like all your boys from Legion of Skanks. Like, it's if it's possible. maybe in that, that regard, it was like a low, it's like, kind long, of like, like a put out thing. But, but then me, the acting like, gets I, in the way. You're to just me, it's more like I like the like what what Bert's doing. To me, was kind of the dream. When I went on those tours with the metal bands years ago like opening for that i was always on production buses because i was just a solo comic on a music tour yeah and but being on that and becoming friends with like the uh the band that was opening on that tour two cents they're the band that plays uh all my specials they always play the music for it and um i saw those guys go that was their first tour on a tour bus together Oh, and I was envious of that. I was like, I want to do that. Like yeah. my exact pick of friends. Like the way Bert's doing on it. a tour bus. Yeah, but Bert's got such it's such a big production. There's it's so like much like going on. It's a lot of things. Team. I'm almost mean more just like you and the boys, me and the boys, Comics. and and a tour manager and a whatever and a PlayStation and, yeah. and movie. You know what I mean? And going like, around. Yeah, the big be production's got a lot going on. It's yeah. like, just like almost like a pressure to be like, hey, we have to have a big hangout at the end of every night. And, and stuff. filming everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was a, and by the way, he's right and I'm wrong on like the amount you've got to be putting out content. Bert's right about it. but he's, it, Bert's different. But catching me on that was the funniest. It was like, I remember standing in front of the bus one morning, just like, I mean, like in a tank, a you know, wife beater and basketball shorts. Like I just woke up, hair's all fucked up, and he was like, Hey, you having fun so far? I go, 
Yeah, dude, this is absolutely incredible. Holy shit. It's just like, it's like a folk. There's like a guy holding the thing. Boom, and he Mike, yeah, like, were you guys all behind me this whole time? We've, we've been with you since you woke up. <laughs> yeah, I was probably, I've been probably making noises outside. I'll be back. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, Jay. Hey, Bert. Oh, I never realized we were doing a three camera shoot. I know it's Avatar Two, two angles of my surprise. Yeah. <laughs> I look down, I'm wearing all of those nodes are all over me. I go, what? <laughs> all the nodes. We're just a I'm hologramming all of us for yeah. a show. But it's just a different animal. <laughs> different God bless him, dude. If you good luck trying to keep up with that. You're, You're in Spokane. Spokane soon. Great fucking club. I love that, that whole that franchise of clubs man i was just oh, in you're, doing nyack. you're in nyack yeah so live, it, baby. the week the weekend of the special coming so out. you're in uh smoking shit this thursday friday saturday yeah oh no thursday it's just friday saturday oh my bad uh, that. that's it says thursday friday saturday yeah, it's a mistake oh is it just friday saturday yeah do magoobies if you're in maryland everybody oh i you done love you do oh, i love oh, i love yeah. i keep telling them this i know like, baltimore I, I, it's fucking it's dope man really? it's a great room this weekend, it's a cool uh it's a big tall like the ceilings are yeah. tall it's fun that's where that fight happened yeah, no, yeah i've done it before friday and Tumanium. saturday march 31 april 1 all right let's go then i got helium uh april 20 22 and uh well look comedy zone in port charlotte Vasani Theater, May 4, 5, and 6. Let's go. All right. All right, kids. Love you. Ice House this Saturday. You, know, you won't be here. I'll invite you. Uh, Ice House this Saturday. Shopping Friends. One show only, 8 p.m. New Ice House. Then Atlanta is April 13th through the 15th. The Comedy Store La Jolla just went on sale. That's June 2nd through the 4th. And then I'm over across the pond. Belfast, Glasgow, Manchester, London, Cardiff, Dublin. Glasgow. 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 Tickets at thickboy.com. Love you guys. Big J, go watch a special. Drops April 5th. Dog yes, Belly. Indeed. Dog Belly. You're one of the best doing it, man. Thank you, Thanks man. for coming, stopping by, brother. Thank you for having me. You're the best. You're so funny.